Johnny, do you want to go to an ice cream social? Yeah, I'd love to. Great, let's go. It's time for another episode of Matt Mattingly's Ice Cream Social. Sitting across from me is Paul Mattingly. Across from me, it's Mr. Matt Donnelly. And on the knobs and dials, it's Jacob the Audio Woo-hoo! Guy. We're preaching fun. I pulled on an eyebrow hair. Do you pluck your eyebrow hairs ever? No, I, I cut them. You cut them, right? If, if it gets wild and woolly, I cut it. You get wild. How how far do you go to you wild to you, to you trim? I don't trim very often. I'm thankfully I'm not yet at that point. <laughs> Once he can't see anymore, that's I'm time get- to trim. I'm, get, I, I'm getting there, but it's not there yet. Well, that's is I don't, I don't. I get this thing was longer than my dick. You had a, like a crazy long one. Oh well, no, my dick's not that big. And but, you decide uh, to pull it. Just, it? I, well, I I do. I pull them. No, no, no one, just trim it. Well, I do the tr- <laughs> here's here's my trim versus pluck strategy. There's an, okay. Go ahead. When one that's mm. this is what happens. It's not like a bunch get long. Sure. Just like I have regular yeah, eyebrow one, hair, yeah, and, then and then one just goes like, mm, I'm out of here. Right. <laughs> I don't know how, why. That's how it goes. <laughs> Accurate, by the way, to make it Herman Munster that's is how the they voice go. of my. <laughs> Lily, the size Lily, of Lily I'm Munster. tired of being on this phase. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I guess, but like, it's one of those things where like, I, I, it happens regularly, but like I turned, and all of a sudden the eyebrow hair was like, like a like a like a like a lance like a like a knight holding out a lance. Uh-huh. Do you know like I like yeah. the, I caught the hair in profile. Mm-hmm. I was like, what is happening? And then then you wonder like how long has everybody been staring at it? Well, it's come in pretty. Quick. But I tweeze when it's once once in a while. And yeah, no, not me. Yeah, I cut it back. Do you do you tweeze at all anywhere? Because no. because of, of the pain. Because I just I don't I don't want to tweeze. Yeah, I want. I, don't I want, want to. I want the Bitch hair. Tweeze. I want the hair. I want the hair to stay. I don't want to fuck up the follicle. I remember. I probably. When was the first time you realized that you had to trim your eyebrow hair? Uh, my barber does a good job of it. Sure, like he does that right off yeah. the bat. And then uh, I'll just once in a while. I mean, I, I do. I do a quick mirror check. No, no. But the thing is, like, I remember. Oh, I can't getting even... a haircut. Oh yeah, and then all of a sudden the barber took the comb and went to the eyebrow. Yeah, and I was kind of like, "What are you doing?" Yeah, you know, like what's going on here? Ho ho ho! And then you go, oh, and it went, and then all of a sudden I felt the tingling, little hairs fall on my cheek, and I was like, "What the fuck?" I have long eyebrows. I didn't know that. Someone's gonna warn me about these things. Ear hair is the worst. Well, that's where I. That's where I was. That's that's where I'm going next. Yeah, because I don't know what you're doing if you're not tweezing. I, I trim. What do you use for, to trim on your, your scissors? Ears? Scissors? Yeah, I got I got a little trimmer scissors that I use. Because oh. I get I get hair on the like the lobe. Yeah, I'm not. Do you know what I mean? I'm not that bad off with it, thankfully. Yeah, I get like I get like a, it looks like a, like a potted plant sideways. The little little yeah, nub no, lobe. None, none of that, none of that for me, thankfully. Yeah, yet. Yeah, I don't I don't have to deal with the ears at all. Because a scissor wouldn't go. Which is great. A, scissor, a scissor wouldn't do that. No, it'd be tough. It would be tough. That'd be a real trick. Yeah. So I I also. When I'm doing my hair, yeah. when I'm putting my, my goop in my hair, yeah. I save a little for my beard and my brows anyway. Wait, take me through that again? So I got my styling goo. So when you're coming on your hair. Yeah. So I got my styling goo and I put that in my hands and I yeah. you know, run that through my hair. And make I make it sure all I got a little bit left and that little bit left goes beard 
and eyebrows. Wait, you use product in your eyebrows? Just a little. And your beard? Yep. Wait, hair styling or like shampoo? Hair styling. You use like of course a... I shampoo them too, but well, no, well, we've, I we've gone over the shampoo. Yeah, yeah. yeah, we know this. Yeah, just a little bit of product in the beard and brows. Mm-hmm. Huh. Yep. And then, you... and then that's why I don't have to trim that often because I'm training that hair to lay a certain way. And then when one does go rogue, I just, just clip the end. Snip it. It's fine. Yeah. Do you have like a trimmer trimmer or you use scissors? Scissors. Mm-hmm. Do you have a tri- like a I have like a five setting beard trimmer. You don't have a five setting beard trimmer? Nope. This is all scissors and Wait, razors. You, you trim your whole beard? You don't get that look. You don't get that manically look by using a trimmer. I use I use scissors when I have to. And I just go over it all with the razor lightly. You know, don't just don't go in hardcore and just let the razor take off. What razor takes off the strays when you're when you're going I've at it? I've never heard of this. Did he you just, use a straight razor technique? No, you don't do jack shit. Look at that fucking goatee. <laughs> Look at that. You don't do anything. Oh. You don't do anything. That fucking mop oh. of a face. Yeah. I just like to think while I stroke this beard. Uh, I didn't know about this razor thing. I don't trust yeah. myself. I would gouge it. Yeah, I mean, you have to be you have to be cautious. You can't go nutty. You could, you could many easily... times in my twenties, the shaving of my beard was created by me taking a chunk out of it. Yeah, and being oh, like, oh well, fuck. guess it's goatee time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. There, there goes the yeah. facial hair. Oh, every well, now, every but... now and then, like my my beard, you know, the under my beard, you know, where my where my beard hits my neck. Yeah, I'll uh, just to get that line. I'll use my razor on that. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, I use the razor on the line. But yeah. I don't like I don't like thin my beard with my razor though. Yeah, yeah. Paul's got some like like shearing techniques. I know. I, I want to I, I see this in action. I, I just my beard I, with my I, razor. I've never heard of a man in the modern era having a beard and not a five setting beard trimmer or three setting beard trimmer. Not you. What can I say? And my, if you're listening. The bad thing is my five setting beard trimmer is uh broken all except for one setting. Which <laughs> so is good because it. it's the main setting I use. <laughs> no choice. <laughs> But that's, no the, that's the link. This kind of, this I kind can either do that link. shame because they're like at least $16 a <laughs> Jacob has just made kind of my argument. Uh, it's kind of the same thing I think about with power windows, which I have now, but I never did until this car. Yeah. And it's just like, it's just one more thing to break. But I have had, <laughs> I have had a this, razor's and, not going to And you break. could use the exercise. Yeah, a razor's not going to break. <laughs> I have I totally had this could. beard trimmer break. <laughs> for, I believe, nine years. Yeah. Oh, good. So, I mean, I've, yeah. I've gotten so used to you've, you've gotten your If your I buy value. a new one today, I don't feel bad about it. No, no, you No, no, no. Value. did it yeah now do you do the uh do you do the pubes and the face with the same trimmer yes and uh do you, do you have a, a distinct uh hygienic technique for in between no <laughs> is uh is so this is a, this is a uh, waterproof thing or do you do that out of the shower uh no i just do it out of the shower i don't okay. want I don't, I don't need everything clogging up the drain yeah that is a lot of mess please, please, you and your wife's long luscious hair that's right but you're okay with dingleberries on your razor shaver <laughs> For your beard. I mean, I clean myself. Oh, right. okay. I guess okay. that's the hygienic uh, the hygienic move is I clean myself. You only trim post a, a good scrubbing? Yeah, yeah. Good presentation of the yeah, junk. Okay. Because well, the, hey, the first time that clipper smells that's weird. That's honestly the smart way to do it. I, I shave before I shower, which is not the best. Right. But, uh, but it, gets, it gets it clean. Uh, but uh, they optimally, you should shave post-shower because all the follicles are much Yeah, lower. I shave post-shower. Uh, yeah, by the I mean, way, Mom, if, you, if this is one of the uh, episodes that you decide to listen to, <laughs> uh, how you doing? <laughs> hope, hope things are good. Uh, Jacob's mom, if you're listening, of course you know that the eyebrow hair could not be longer than my dick. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Naturally. You know. You know from experience. 
with both from that terrible experience. <laughs> um, so I speaking of beards, I was doing a gig last night, a crazy gig with your wife. Uh, you know it. No, and uh, speaking of beards, speaking of beards, uh, we uh, I got hired by uh, Zappos. Yes, okay. Zappos did a did a big huge huge huge. They're still huge. spending money in this town. <laughs> yeah. Fucking well, the thing is like <laughs> the downtown project. Is just a chunk of change they threw away a long time ago. Yeah. And, right. they, and they're spending that into the ground. Tony right. Shea's like, eh, tax write off. Zappos still yeah. makes a shitload of money. Yeah. yeah and still it's still thing. part of Amazon. And they were still sold for billions and still part of Amazon. And they, they still are are, are quite, a, quite a profitable little endeavor. There's a lot of people working for them here. Yeah. I was going to say, in fact, the downtown projects. Um, tumultuous history overshadows the fact that Zappos did move here and does thrive here uh, and does and does does our town a lot of good by being here definitely oh yeah so uh, I have a few friends that work for him they the, love it the guy who worked there because I've, I've, I've done different Zappos things in different capacities the guy was like hey I've worked here before I said, yeah, yeah yeah and he goes uh, you used to have a beard and I was like I I still do I currently have a beard and he's like huh and he looked at me he's like oh yeah <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> how did you not see I had a beard uh, did you have a thicker beard? I that's, that, really. that's what I said. Sure, I was like, I've, I guess I had a thicker beard. I, I've always kept it pretty tight. Yeah, no, it's, I've never gone it's with never a long been beard. Like, no, I've never gone ZZ Top with it at all. Didn't, didn't go Duck Dynasty. No, weird. I don't have weird Jacob's beard. Mop, Mop Man Chew over there. <laughs> Mop Man Chew. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what the fuck, man. That's weird. That that's a weird. weird. That's a weird thing. Used to have a beard. Used to have a beard. Yeah, I've yeah, got a beard. I still do. Oh. Used to and still. You used to have both legs. Yeah, I, I do. I do. Fully ambulatory. <laughs> Fully ambulatory. I uh, when to I was this younger and first started getting gray beard hair, I used to tweeze those. That's why I was wondering if you ever tweezed. Oh. Well, that's what I use my scissors to clip some uh, some little grays here. Yeah, but yeah, but you can't. You removing the gray versus clipping the gray are different things. Yeah. When I was younger, I could I could tweeze enough could gray tweeze out, that, out that I would not look like I had any gray beard hair. Yeah, yeah. Now that tweezing the grays. Yeah, that yeah. Is now I've, I've, I wouldn't get anything done if I started trying to tweeze out all just the gray this hairs. week. I tried that with chest hair. Just to tweeze chest gray oh, yeah. chest hairs. Just this week, I've kind of crossed the line. That's a losing battle as well. Oh, yeah. chest hairs, forget it. But just this week, I've kind of crossed the line with my beard, where I've got a little. It's like a, a eyelash thing, but for. It's for eyebrows. Okay. Like a comb? Are it's you just a, yeah, a comb? It's a, little, it's a little comb for eyebrows. Just keep using gestures that don't help anyone It's listen. supposed to color Or in the your, people seeing the gestures for that matter. <laughs> color in and shape your eyebrows, but I'm using it to put a little color on uh, some of my gray spots. Oh, my beard, oh you, so. you, you comb that shit in. So now I'm just combing that shit in. I tried that for the first time uh, yesterday, and it worked well, so I'm going to... Oh, this is like a hot... This is, this is a hot take. This is a hot take. This is breaking news. Breaking news. I will be putting a little bit of color... Putting a little bit of color on some of my grays. On the instead beard. Of, oh, yeah, instead of trimming beard. them. Is yeah. it like the just five minutes or five for men, just for men? No, it is just, just, the, just a high five It's for a men. little makeup set that's designed to shape and contour eyebrows. But I thought, hey, I bet that'll work on my beard. And sure enough, it does. Fucking innovator. Paul Mattingly. Manscaping innovator. What can I say? Does it work on pubes? Uh, it would. But I wouldn't. <laughs> I mean, you... Mattingly, you might be onto something here. Because you're going to end up with... A ladies' area that has like a donut of weird brown around it after you're done, and that's not gonna make it. People are gonna be like, "What did you? What happened?" Oh, uh, I got I got act acted on with a plunger. I mean, it's gonna look like you have like a donut hickey. 
I would never. Can you imagine going going at it and then like all that rubs off and she's got like chocolate mouth? I just use a sharpie on mine. <laughs> She'd look like Senior Winces puppet. Alright, <laughs> alright. Uh, thank you so much, and you have a goatee. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you. And go and, check out your go to and your your uh, Nestle Quick commercial. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so Zappos rented out uh, Dre's Dre's nightclub. Yeah, still a hot commodity. Very hot commodity. Oh, one of the, one of the hottest in town with its redone pool club on the roof. That's the yeah, thing. rooftop is, giant club. It's been a while since I've been at any club. But uh, uh, and the reason why I go to clubs is for reasons like this, where I was hired to go there. Yeah, and uh, it. But uh, the Cromwell Casino is basically all Dre's, right? Oh yeah. Like you walk in, there's like a little casino on the floor, and then everything's just an elevator that goes to Dre's nightclub. Right. Like it's just it's just a it's just a giant it's a tiny casino hotel. It's just a giant club. Yes. So I mean, this is this is a building on the strip. Yeah. Right. It's right across from Caesar's Palace, uh, and the entire roof of the casino. Is a nightclub. Yeah, and it is the the indoor and outdoor nightclub are one. It's just one spot. Yeah, you can just walk indoor and outdoor. But it's 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 not like a pool club here, and then it's just a gigantic, huge yeah nightclub with a lot of bells and whistles, and uh, uh, Zappos very loud. Through, All very those bells loud. and whistles. It's just the bells alone. Forget about the whistles. Yeah, I don't um, even know why they added the whistles. Yeah, bring your own whistle. Who cares? Yeah, you won't be heard. So that cacophony. So I was. Oh, the bells! I was hired as a ringmaster. It was a circus-themed thank you party for all their vendors and their their reps, sales oh, reps, people. All right. And uh, uh, what I, what I really did was ended up manning a selfie trap. Is what I man what I did. Okay. Uh, so what happens is they gave me a microphone, a little speaker, and then when people kind of come around the corner. I was the one to kind of like let them know that they were here inside the club and like and basically I was there was there was a, a huge you know open scape behind me which you could view the entire tricked out circus themed dress. Zappos spent I can't I have no idea how much a lot. The thing was top to bottom. It looked good. Fun mirrors everywhere, vintage circus posters on every wall, gigantic Jeez. vintage circus posters on every wall. I was one of 40 performers hired to do circusy things wow. around there. All of us had costumes, still walkers, jugglers, walking on balls. Holy they shit. had um, main acts performing. Wait, 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 wait. Walking on balls. Walking on balls. Walking on balls. See, when, uh, balls. when a gentleman goes up in age, Paul... <laughs> His scrotum just gets longer and longer. Oh, and I eventually know. you just start walking on them balls. <laughs> it's like a potato sack race. Oh, yeah. God. The winner gets a free pair of shoes from it's Zappos. Three legged race. Again, hey, mom. I need a pair of shoes for my testes. <laughs> I need a slipper. Just one slipper for my I ball a, sack. I need a pair of shoes and a glide pad that I can tape to the bottom of my nut <laughs> yeah, sack to some, drag. The kind you use when you got to move your couch. <laughs> How about that? How about I get one of those slicky pads and I just go through them all? Just pop on a poop yep. and I slide my sock across no the problem. floor. No problem. Maybe a little Velcro on one end. That'll probably stick to what hair is left. Uh, they have in the club, the club proper, like the regular part of their tools, right? They have the big lighting thing. They have a giant orb, a giant big globe yep. of different crazy balls that do different crazy tricks mm. with lights. And then they have. And it's uh, LED. Yeah, it's, nodes it's on on that as well. Yeah, it's it's crazy. Yeah, yeah. It's it's, it's like, unbelievable. Like it's video video walls inside of this giant ball thing, and yeah, and then just giant. Crazy. The whole wall can become a giant uh, video uh, right. projection screen kind of thing. Neat. 
and uh, uh, and they have these things I can describe as like uh, um, uh, steam lasers. I don't know. Like they basically like someone took like uh, like carbon fire extinguishers and put them on steroids, right? Sure. Right. These huge beams of smoke just jolt out. Yes. And appear in like a big, and then it's just a giant thing, and then it goes away and just totally right. gone. And it's really neat. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So they pulled out all these bells and whistles for naming sales rep of the year. Right? Whoever sold the most shoes for Zappos. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's such a cool thing though, right? They they have a thing. They're like they're like, we're about to name it, you know, in the middle of the party, they just have bring it all to a party. They're like, we're gonna sales name rep. the sales rep of the year, and then boom, beach, the beach, screen beach, beach, beach. everything goes up on the screen and every name of every sales rep is floating all around the club. Whoa. Right? Across the entire back wall of the club. While there's like fire eaters and right. lightning hula hoopers and like it's just okay, and then boom, like ten, nine. Eight, a big countdown goes on, and everyone starts chanting, blah, 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 and then boom, Jim Riker's name pops up. I think his name is Jim Riker. Jim Good something. job, Jim. And Jim is just, you know, he's a Zappos employee. Right. Right? The place goes fucking wild. I mean, like thousands of people cheer for this man, and he's an older guy. I'd say he's in, he's in his 50s, yeah. dressed like a circus. He's a Zappos employee proper, so he's dressed in his own circus outfit, wearing a giant top hat. Good. Big gray goatee. Not as gray as Jacob's mop man chew, but it was a gray, gray, gray goatee. And... um Big top hat, and he's wearing a silly outfit. And they cheer for him. Thousands of people just cheer for him. Like he is a fucking rock star. Yeah. I mean, and That's then... so fun. They bring him to the middle of the dance floor. And then, boom, the fucking light orb just spins around. The steam fucking eight steam cannons just jolt down on him. And then, poof, the place is raining money confetti all over the place. Ah! And I was like... What other fucking company do you take? Yeah. I was like, that is usually like, you know, like uh, we go out to a steakhouse and the, the boss like buys everybody drinks and, and makes a toast. You know sure. I mean? Like, what? And that's nice. And that's very nice. Yeah. That's a, that's a great night. That's a, in, that's in the a world good, of- that's a good corporate party. But yeah. this, you're spoiled for life. Uh, that's the thing. It's like well, how you're can ruined I get, forever. This guy goes to another company because sells it for the year and they like give him like, you know, like a gift certificate or Here's something. Here's your plaque. You're, you're like, <laughs> well, I mean, like at that point, it's like if I win an Emmy. It might not be as good. No. I was like, I've never, I've been in show business for a while. I've never been a part of no. or seen Any a award grander. That, no. Right. I couldn't believe it. Mm-hmm. For perspective, this is the venue. Th- this is a, a big music venue in town. Yeah. This is where like Future plays this venue. The Weeknd plays this venue all yeah. the time. I mean, like big name music performers play this venue where this guy got his it sales is, rep of the year award. It is absolutely just a venue with a casino around it for fun. Yeah. yeah. Like everything is designed well, for there's also the out. Giada restaurant. I, I oh, there is Giada. There is Giada. That's true. It's a fine Italian eatery. I yeah. shouldn't. I shouldn't. I shouldn't. Good. I shouldn't. I've got a good Sunday brunch. I should, as someone who works at Bally's, I shouldn't disparage any eatery that's over at the Cromwell. It's true. As we have a, a pathetic array over there. We have that one really good steakhouse. Yes. That's true. We have a good steakhouse in there. Wait, isn't that a is that Mexican place and that little uh, noodle place in the back? That's true, and that's where I'm still going to go with Paul on this one. Okay, the steakhouse is the only nice place. <laughs> I haven't been to the noodle place. I haven't been to the noodle place, but the Mexican place has always been. Man, good. I want some Mexican fucking noodles like right, right now. I mean, yeah, it's, 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 like not, a, it's not crazy. If you I ran to the same noodles. restaurant at a truck stop, you wouldn't be like, How, "What is this doing here? It should be right. a casino in Vegas." But twice now that I've gone in there, both nights have been uh, dollar taco nights. Oh, well, then now we're talking. And I'm like, oh, for a dollar? This is amazing. Yeah, well, there you this go. This is an yeah, amazing yeah. dollar taco. Yeah. 
And then they have the the uh, the, the family style Italian place yeah. where you have to order a gigantic plate of stuff and shove it around everyone's plates. Um, <laughs> I don't know why people are interested in doing family style dining. No, it at is a nice restaurant. No, I walk by that restaurant pretty often. There's I, not a lot of people interested in it. The last time I went, the the family that was there, all they ordered were several entrees of cottage cheese. <laughs> And it was like they had big bowls of it, small bowls of it, and they were just sharing it all. And it was like, hey, you get back, pass some of that cottage cheese, eh? Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, and Italian is, but it was a cottage of cheese, oh. Cottage of cheese, eh? Yeah. Hey, how about a little, how about a couple of curds over this way, eh? <laughs> what are you doing? What are you doing keeping all the curds over there? It's like, ah. Why are you keeping the curds away? <laughs> ah! Oh, Jacob leads in for the closing pun. It's a weird day here at the church. It is. Um, so I, uh, I'm, uh, I'm the ringmaster and I'm welcoming everybody in. I'm doing a lot of good bits, you know, sure. I'm saying, make yourself at home, push a clown. Uh, lady, if you want this whip, you come back, you talk to me. Good, good. You know, anytime someone's dressed up like a lion, Zappo. So they all dress up to the party. You know, it's like, yeah. it's like sometimes you do a gig, like if you find out you're going to be, I would have said no to this gig because at first it was, you're a ringmaster. We're going to, you're going to be introducing acts. So I was like, fantastic. Then all of a sudden they're like, well, you're kind of going to be a character where you kind of just point to stuff, but the rest of the club's going to be going on. And I was like, okay. So I'm an interactive character that happens to be a ringmaster. I'm not serving the purpose of ringmaster. They're like, yes. And I was like, if this were not Zappos, I would say no, because I knew it was going to happen as all corporate gigs is. They sought you to work for five hours. Right. It's and a 10 hour day. No, no, it's no. a five hour day, but they don't, they don't ever think about you sitting down. They oh, don't think about yeah, you getting a glass right. of water. Yeah, they yeah. don't think about you going to take a leak. You know, like, when you're when you hand you know when you, like people go like you're party you do this thing great you're there all night that's fine and they just move on and you know that yeah and so normally I would negotiate all this stuff or just say no or do all this other stuff but it was Zappos so I was like oh, it's gonna be fine it's gonna be fine it's gonna be fine mm-hmm. yeah uh, and uh, 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 it, that part was true they just let me sit there all night and I just figured things out as I went when you need to go to the bathroom you yeah, go to the just, bathroom I just went to the bathroom yeah, yeah. use the giant ball yeah <laughs> peed on a clown peed on a giant ball Fun. My pee hit like a thousand people. This big whirling black lip. Uh, I pissed in the cotton candy machine. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy that. It's just bourbon flavor. You can have some yellow. They, did, they, had, a, they candy. had a crazy can- it candy. It looked like bar. Donald Trump hair. They had a cotton candy bar. Everyone's dressed like the circus, and it was like, it was like uh, there was like eight cotton candy machines, and there was like bourbon flavored cotton candy, apple pie. It was like crazy fancy apple cotton candy. Apple pie. Okay, yes. now I'm sold. Was it so good? I just sold both of you one too. I was like, did I was like, yeah. I was like, I shot from the hip. I was like, bourbon, apple pie, bang, bang. Did you have it? <laughs> of course I. It. Was it so good? Yes, I tried both. They were delicious. Oh, <laughs> did you do both? Did you like not the same oh, time? Oh, because they'd be like, oh, it's be a good like... drink. Lumberjack is what we call oh, it. Bourbon that... and apple cider. Is that yes. it? Oh, it's so good. <laughs> there you go. See, so good. Yeah, I should be at the same time. That man. it has to be and hot then, apple cider there. What about what about? Do they have a cheese one? Uh, <laughs> a cheese one? Yeah. One is the word that I'm. I'm like, where you ring a cotton candy cone around a thing of cheese? It's cheese flavor instead, cotton candy. Instead of oh, a stick, cheese flavor cotton. I thought you just instead of a, a stick, you just have a piece of cheese. <laughs> oh, yeah, that. We all went different directions. Like, I thought of a cotton candy cone like whirling like shredded cheese together. Like, oh. <laughs> no, just cotton candy flavored cheese. So then you can have like your apple pie with a slice of cheese on it. <laughs> Is that a thing? Yeah. Uh, uh, Wisconsin specifically, I think it's like a law. Like all pie has to be served with a, with a piece well, of cheese. Everything has to be served with cheese in Wisconsin. It's right, a big so thing. A thing. Yeah, but, yeah, cheese and apple pie. Piece of cheese on your and apple pie. And I knocked it. I thought that was disgusting. So I was, like, I was like, as a kid, I was like, cold. Keep, keep your, right. keep your food in separate, separate areas. Separate that shit. This sweet, but, uh, but I have had cheese and apple pie, and it is delicious. A little savory. Huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, All right. It is good. It's got to be the not right as kind. good as vanilla ice cream. No, I mean, hey, oh, I mode, and, baby. and don't do both. Do not do. Don't go cheese. But this is what I'm saying. If it would be cheese flavored ice cream. 
cheese, cheese bourbon, and apple pie, <laughs> which is the name of our podcast. Huh? <laughs> cheese, cheese bourbon, bourbon and apple pie. <laughs> welcome, welcome, everybody. Uh, uh, yeah. Mm. If you don't like one of us, you probably like the other two. Uh, and so I ran into some folks. I knew some folks from from the downtown project days, some people from Zappos, uh, right. uh, and then also just some friends or whatever, having a good time. No problem being the ringmaster, chatting away. Uh, uh, and uh, then what I said, you know, I said I basically became a selfie trap. So when I was I was in front of this this lion pedestal, right? This thing where like we're like a not a, a truthful sp- pedestal. Uh, 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 yeah, it was a it was a, lies, it was a lawyer. It was a lawyer. <laughs> no, so it was a uh, you know like a circular pedestal with a big star in it where you, where you like whip a, a lion or uh-huh. you know what I mean? A whip to to make the lion. You wouldn't actually hurt the lion. Okay, and then like right. little like little like kind of like circus circus like street like fair benches around it. So painted boxes. Just cordon that area off. I had a big sideshow podium. This is just me. This is just like where you walk by, by the way. <laughs> what I'm describing is just the thing where you, you walk by on the way You had a whole fucking club. stage. And then a giant um, uh, uh, lit up uh, letters that said circus. So a big bulb, big okay. bulb, like as if it's something you would like hang on the side of a building kind of right. thing, but it was like sitting right there, like a big bulky, crazy, like knee high sign that said circus and okay. bright letters. And I call this a selfie trap because. Those lights were so bright. Oh, that everybody ran to take a photo on the lion pedestal in front of the big circus sign with the big with the with the whole Dre's nightclub lit up behind them. Yeah, and there was no flash powerful enough to light their faces sure. at all. And and then also uh, about an hour in, the DJ became so loud that me on a microphone being able to talk was useless. And yeah. so basically, it was me going like, "No, turn your flash on at least. Give yourself a fighting chance from this angle. No, no." And it just basically was became a, a, a selfie uh, negotiator. You're just trying to help people. And then. There's more. My cousin walks by me. Who you hadn't seen? Who I hadn't seen in a very long time. And you hadn't Obviously expected to see? Nope. Does your cousin live in Las Vegas? No. How does this happen? Where does your cousin live? My cousin lives in, in California. Okay. Yeah. He is uh, he is 6'9". Oh, noticeable. Right. And uh, now I'm standing on this pedestal box, right? So I'm like, this guy kind of looks like my cousin. And he's enormous. Well, the thing is, like, and I'm on a box, and I'm in a giant club, so my aspect ratios aren't, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's a little disconcerting. And there's also guys who are stilt walkers walking around who are, oh. who are 10, 12 feet tall. Sure. My, my whole scope is, like, whatever. And so finally, I, he walks by me. He gives me a look. I give him a look. And we both kind of give the second to, like, let's just let it go. And I was like, no, no, I'm, I'm 90% sure that's my cousin. And I was like, Kevin! And he turned to me, and I stepped off the pedestal down onto the ground. And I was like, "Oh, yeah, definitely my cousin." <laughs> I, stepped, I stepped off of my 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 height thing, and it felt so awkward because he's so tall. He's six nine, right? That I almost went I went back up on the pedestal to talk to him, <laughs> right? Because I was like, "Let's just make this more comfortable for both of us," right? And then it was funny because I went from being like, "Couldn't believe I was part of this amazing party. What a crazy cool thank you thing!" And then all of a sudden, I see someone I know, and they see me as working as a ringmaster at a nightclub on a Monday night, and I immediately like blurted out my resume in the conversation. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> I immediately from like this is the coolest gig. I can't even paid to do this. What a fun gig to like. I do other things in my yeah, life. Yeah. There's other stuff. This isn't. This isn't like. This is. This is just. This is just kind of. I'm doing this for the favor. I know Tony Shea. I know Tony Shea. This is just for fun. The the CEO recommended I become the ringmaster. This isn't just. <laughs> this is more of a favor than anything. I mean, they're paying me for it. Yeah, sure, sure, money. But you know, I mean, but, you know, it's, I mean, it's not charity. The I mean, it's life a of a performer trying to justify their existence—it is so difficult. Sometimes. No, and I mean, I was putting it on Instagram and tweeting, like I was like loving the gig. You, I, I know, right. the gig. I know what you mean. But and then still. all of a sudden, someone's like, "What are you? What, what are you doing? What, What's up? How's it going?" And I do other things. <laughs> like, uh, you, do you, 
you need me to get you dinner after this? Yeah. <laughs> Here's some gas money. Good job. <laughs> good job. <laughs> you did real good. You did real good for those people. That's great. Real, dig, real uh, good kid. Maybe that'll lead to something. This is my cousin who's married to uh, Alex uh, Flanagan, the, the, the sideline reporter. The, the, the famous, of course. The famous sideline reporter. So I, I, I have not seen their children in, except for Christmas cards. Yeah. But I'm curious how tall they are because she is 6'4". Yeah, she's not small. He is 6'9". Yeah, she's taller than me as well. She towers over me yeah. as well. And so uh, I'm very curious what their children are. They'll like, be giants genetically. Yeah. Giants. Um, so uh, and, and uh, not just genetically. Like I also want to know how they're doing. Yeah. But genetically, I want to know if they're. Yeah. I would want to just know what's up with the freaks. <laughs> what up, freaks? But now he has a shoe company, so I wasn't totally surprised <laughs> to see him. Oh, that makes oh, sense. Yeah. Okay. It just was like you know, you just. You get it, but you don't assume... You weren't expecting like, to see him. No, it's, I mean, it's also like, you know, and not everyone who, like, my sister lives in France, and then people would be like, oh, do you know? And they'll just name someone else they know in France. It's a country. You know what I mean? It's like my cousin's in the shoe business. Not even a small country. I don't assume he's just, you know, rolling with Zappos, because Zappos does stuff for shoes. I shouldn't just assume. But right. then it was, a, I was happy to see him. It was exciting. Do you know my friend Martha? She works at Payless and Whittier. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because yeah. you work in shoes. <laughs> So, me and the wife went to Dave and Buster's yesterday. What? Was oh. it your birthday anniversary? What's going on here? Anne likes Dave and Buster's. I didn't have to drag her or anything. Really? She really likes Dave and Chuck Buster's. Chuck E. Cheese for adults. She fucking loves it. And so, we hadn't gone. We'd been talking about it for a year plus since yeah. we heard the thing was going to open. Right. Like, and it's, you know, you could spit on it from our house. It's awesomely close. Please don't. So, we, we go and... uh. We had real good food, like really. Yes, it wasn't like. Uh, let's see. Let's let's. Was let's it see. better or worse than the Mexican restaurant at Bally's? Better. It okay. Was good. Oh, it's good Le- food. Was it better or worse than Chili's? It was the same. That's the highest praise that the Mattingly household gives. <laughs> I by said. The way. I said exactly what I said to Anne. I I'm said, confused by I this said, because the Mexican restaurant at Bally's better than Chili's. I said to Anne. To I you said, and I. <laughs> I said we don't have as a refined palate as Paul. And I, I said not. this is like Chili's without all the bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> it was fucking great. Not the southwestern slant. Yeah, on all the I was food. like, get it's the fuck just, out of here with this Chili's. Stupid, keep your spices out of my mayo. It's like, like eh, sports, fine, whatever. Blah, it was great. We had a good time. <laughs> Good food. So we got our dinner. Thing, you, must have, you must have been surrounded by sports and the Olympics specifically. There's a chunk. There was a, but there's a. It's a. It's a secluded area. The sporting area. There's secluded. a sport zone. Yeah. Oh. So it's like keep that shit over there. You basically, you basically built a wall over there. Yeah, and the rest Trump of style. it's the rest of it's fucking fun. It's like the old smoking areas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah they got yeah. their little BW three oh, corner. Are, are you going to root for things? There's a section for you. Yeah, over there. totally. Over I there. love it. And I noticed you're wearing a Saints hat. Also, there's a <laughs> fuck ton of screaming babies. So it's like, let's just you know, sir, if you mind, take your sporting cheering over there, please. Thank it's you. loud as fuck. It's awesome. Uh, that giant Pac-Man game. That's it. Get into it. Shit. What do we got? Giant Pac-Man. Giant Pac-Man game. Most of it is devoted to tickets. Okay. Most of it is devoted to ticket the games. The fucking Keeler's in. I was going to say, this is the biggest... I'm in. <laughs> it's it's crazy. Yeah. Uh, and I spent way too much money... <laughs> Go ahead. On a fucking Star Trek machine. Yeah. <laughs> where you shoot the coins and it slowly pushes the coins off the edge. No! That's, a, that's the biggest that's even, party hustle ever, yeah. dude. And that's just, that's not even a Star Trek machine. That's just nope. that machine with Star Trek pictures on yep. it. Yep. But it also gave Star Trek you, cards. They're so close to the edge, they have to fall eventually, right? And after 
hundreds of dollars they did uh but anyway it was fun i had a fucking okay good time. i want to know if you did went about this like a kid okay so what does dave and busters offer for tickets what do they got behind the, the booth there? uh we ended up walking away i've still got thousands of tickets left i i i also played this one game where you have to hit the Dinger so, bell, yeah. like you, it's a, it's a, it's like a strength thing where you hit it and you. Brrr, okay, right? okay. You, you have to hit it right up to the top. Now we know it's to get Paul to work out at home <laughs> to, win, to win the thousand point bonus. <laughs> yeah. But if you hit it too hard, yeah. it goes bang and shoots it back down half the way. Oh, so it it, it, yeah. it has a a delicate balance there. I got it. I got the thousand <laughs> the thousand tickets, man. Like three times in, and I got the thousand tickets. I was like, fuck. You just you just paused. You you went. I got it. <laughs> yeah, it was. This is a. I did it. I did it. It was awesome. I had some good. I had some good runs. I had some good ticket runs. Uh, we got thousands and thousands of tickets. It was a good time. So we walked away. You didn't even with, know what you wanted the tickets for. You just wanted to win. No, we knew. We knew going in. Our Dave and Buster's. There was cup, a dirt bike. Ann and I had not been to Dave and Buster's <laughs> since the, we were dating in California. What's the carrot on the stick here? I want to know. What we do were you dating want? in California. There's okay. two main things that we wanted. Okay. We wanted to play Flaming Finger. Okay. And we wanted to win some cups, some Dave and Buster's. Uh, oh, you want Flaming Finger and the cups? Yeah. And so we were like, we're just going to get a bunch of fucking points and get some cups. We got way more points than we needed. We got cups and I got a Ghostbusters pillow and we got all kind of shit. <laughs> Ghostbusters and, pillow. So great. And, uh, and I still have lots of tickets left over and I can't wait to go again. It was awesome fun. Did you do the math on how much you spent for the Ghostbusters oh, tickets? Oh, no. the... I'm not doing that. <laughs> <laughs> the, the equation, the equation works out to, I haven't gambled in forever. Uh, uh-huh. and so I actually walked away with something. So I'm happy with forever that. being weeks. Like months. Oh, okay. I used to gamble at least once a week you when know, I was you're a at, slot player. I mean, like five bucks, yeah. ten bucks, nothing crazy. Okay. No, but but I'd throw a little something in. But for a guy who doesn't drink, you play slots more regularly than anyone I know. Yeah. Most people I know who kind of just play slots always justify it with the drinks. Not you. No. You just you just like the thrill just, of the, the thrill machine. of the slot. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you're that's, a slot man. That's where this Some fucking are coin machine so you're got a slot me. Man. This coin machine got me because it's it's much more interactive because yeah. you're shooting the coins and aiming it and crazy and it was Star Trek noises and Star Trek cards kept falling out <laughs> and there's Star Trek characters and shit. Oh, I was just, and Anne was just laughing. She was like, "You're an idiot." That's <laughs> really fun, but we had a good time. What's flaming finger? Flaming Finger. <laughs> you know what Flaming Finger is. <laughs> Do Flaming I Finger <laughs> is a game where it, and it's old, but it almost predates touchscreen technology. Yeah. it's It was right on the cusp of touchscreen technology. So it's uh. a screen that pops up there. And randomly, a maze is generated. Okay. There's a red dot sitting at one end of the maze. Your objective is to drag your finger around the maze pulling the red dot with you to get to the end of the maze. And if you get all the way through in the time allotted, you win the bonus tickets. Wow. And it hurts. <laughs> That's why they call it flaming sounds, finger. Because you have to, to really me. drag yeah, it, it hard. You have to drag <laughs> it really hard and you have to make sure you hit the pressure points just right and your fingers get calloused like I'm and picturing, burning. I'm picturing like even just, just, the, just, just the activity of... Like if I were to drag my finger across someone else's iPhone, I would feel gross, right? Yeah. And that game is accessible to all of the public. That's everyone's iPhone screen. It's only accessible to people who are bold enough to play Flaming Finger. And I have <laughs> no problem sharing screen time with them. No, yep, no, to- no problem sharing screen time with Flaming Finger players. <laughs> it's not the game for the week. 
So, anyway. No, and it's not a game for the too strong either. No. It's a, it's a game for people who know how to do it just right in the middle. It's just right in the middle, and that's me. Uh, and uh, so I played some I like, I like whoever designed the, the hammer game, like when you walked in, like, oh, no. He looks perfectly weak, strong to just hose us for tickets. It just took yeah. a little while. Well, and then I played like three more times and didn't win, but, you know. But it, you got cocky. You got arrogant. I did. And with that came arm strength. <laughs> so, it was so fun. So though. much arm strength. So much arm strength. It was so fun. Then they had a lot of they had a lot of shooting games. They had a lot of uh, other I like games. The, but I like the idea that you would eventually master your sense of self esteem. Where they're like, oh, I'm feeling pretty mediocre. I think I'm going to go hit the fucking. Mm-hmm. Ticket. I'm in yeah. a perfect mood to hit the I'm ticket in the game. Just right mood to hit this wampum blompum thing. <laughs> I was having a really good night, but then a weird news story just popped up on yeah. my iPhone. Time to hammer the pad. I'm gonna go do the do the hammer pad game. <laughs> but shit, fuck ton of brought ticket me down games. to a six and a half. Uh, we played all kinds. I'm just of even stuff. curious with the lure of tickets is for adults. That's why I want to go Dave and Buster's alone just to see what what things you can get for tickets. That's some cool stuff. They yeah. had you know we got a Ghostbusters pillow and some Ghostbusters pillows. They had some they had some uh, board games. They had um, all kind of interesting what's, 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 So what do they have for adults? They had like they had like <laughs> Risk. They had Risk. Uh, game of Thrones. Risk. They had. Uh, uh, Monopoly, Walking Dead. They had. Um, what are the recommended ages on the Risk board game? <laughs> uh, it's probably twelve and up. <laughs> um, do they have like a, like kinky games, like weird like Naked Twister? Or they something had like kinky that? games. They had a whole section of like uh, you know you don't have to buy a specific Naked Twister innuendo. Game. The game oh, you can just buy Twister. <laughs> they had ponchos. They had ponchos that made point, it appear as though you were a uh, svelte, bikini-clad woman or, uh, <laughs> or a muscle-bound man. Okay. Now you're talking. Put on those ponchos. I'm in Transform. I would totally go for the poncho. They had that. Um, but just because... They had a just scary cause, just coffin cause, just bank. Cause, just because when I go uh, to every show in Vegas, no matter what show I'm seeing... You put on a poncho? Yeah. And then I slip the usher 20 bucks and I say, put me in the splash zone. <laughs> By the way, I'm creating my own splash zone under this poncho. That's why I'm wearing a poncho. It's like the Jersey Boys. Send me in the splash zone, please. Wet on both sides. Yeah, when you go see it, it's Jerky Boys. <laughs> That's right. Uh, also from Jersey. Dude, they should so do a Jerky Boys. <laughs> jerky Boys musical. Two guys <laughs> who would prank call each other and then hate each other. Prank call each other <laughs> and they never really grow, grow again. apart. <laughs> I used to prank call all day long. And then we grew apart. <laughs> That's you and I, you and I could do Jerky Boys. The Jerky musical. Boys the musical would be pretty funny. Uh, <laughs> do a song about that. Oh, oh boy! I I shed off a firework. It blew up in my hand. Oh, oh it oh a couple of the fingers. Oh, it's a sting. Right there, oh, it right stings. There, oh, it stings so bad. Oh, I should put some gauze on this. I guess. Oh boy. Ooh, I shouldn't have done it. Oh boy. Um. <laughs> <laughs> what happened to Matt Mattingly? Uh, they spent all 2017 running Jerky Boys the Musical. And uh, and they grew apart. They have no progress to show for it. <laughs> just like in real life. Just like as the real yeah. Jerky Boys. Art. Life imitated art. They grew to hate each other. <laughs> Somehow we couldn't find that one All that song. Patreon money went into just copywriting the music <laughs> for Jerky Boys. What's surprisingly cheap? What's, What's their catchphrase, Dad? I mean, besides Ed Jerky, what they had, they had like some. Oh, I forget now. But you know what I mean. But yeah, like, there's one had, character who had like a catchphrase. They had a couple like, yeah, watch, watch out, Dad. Yeah, dumb face. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll look it up. We, clearly, we got to we got to look up a lot. We're gonna oh, write a musical. Oh, we got to really, really, we got to really mine it. We got to do a real deep dive. Jerky boys. I uh, I got. Can to, I uh, can jerky, I not be involved in Jerky boys? Jerky in. baby, Jerky, <laughs> Jerky baby. 
refrigerator running well you better go and catch it <laughs> we just do all <laughs> just every prank, prank phone call prank phone calls done to Jersey Boys music <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to order number 69 from your restaurant. <laughs> Tricky boy. Um, so uh, I, 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 uh, I had to interview Penn. Ended up being the, the bank episode for Penn Sunday School this right. week. Right. Nice. I you got to Penn fly out. out to Cali for yeah. a night. They, it was, it was, I always, it, doing gigs for Penn and Teller always reminded me that I need to try harder in life. <laughs> I get flown out. In a very nice way. Yeah. I could put in a very nice hotel. You could put on a nice Southwest flight. I did, it was it was a Southwest flight, but this, I was boarded. Uh, I was A. Oh, yeah. I was A1 and A3 on my boarding thing. Yeah. So just like, you, get on the plane. Right. You you can just get on the plane as soon as you can. The extra 40 bucks got you the... Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I have been flown first class by them, but this was... I, yeah. I requested just to, to Southwest me into Burbank. But uh, they put me up at the uh, Sunset Marquee. Oh yeah, Jesus, that's a nice hotel. Fancy, very fancy. I mean, I was raped and killed there, but it was very nice. Still, not in that order either. No, I was killed and raped, which was the worst way to go. By the way, (laughs) that's not the order you want. We had had such a great. You'd rather uh, go the other order. Such a great bucket show with uh, Johnny and Penn was amazing. Oh yeah, we've not even talked about that because the the, oh yeah 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 that's crazy. The day before your interview, yeah. We had them on with Bucket Show, and you can still see that on Periscope. Follow yeah. us on Periscope, guys. It's worth it just to watch Johnny Thompson's routine. Johnny Thompson gets two people out of the audience mm-hmm. and does a routine. The guy is 80, and he's, I think he's in his late 80s. Yeah, at least 86. Yeah. And he is, one, still crazily adept at doing magic. Right. Mm-hmm. But he's a charmer. I mean, he's, he's still, there's so many small jokes. The amount of jokes in there that are just effortless and in tone. Do you know what I mean? Like in the, that work. You yeah, know what I mean? There's, was, no, there's no was... reach. I mean, these, I just watching that, I was like, oh, I, I can I could never do this. Like, I just like, I can't believe so smooth. how smooth that routine is. He was so smooth. He's so good. Yeah. Um, Watch it. It's worth it. Yeah. And then, uh, uh, but for, for Penn Sunday School people, I want you to know this is the, I told Penn this off air afterward. I said, I said uh, you're going to interview Penn, and I, initially his manager told me for an hour. So I said, okay, I'll prepare three questions then. <laughs> <laughs> and then his manager came up to me and said, uh, actually it's only going to be 45 minutes. So we're going to do Q and A. I said, all right, then I'll only ask two. And I told Penn that, and he laughed very hard. But I really did only prepare two questions. Yeah, yeah. and it really and it really is all you need all to you interview need. Penn. Mm-hmm. And you were good. Uh, and for anyone else, just know that I did not clear ahead of time. I did clear with his manager ahead of time. I just went for one. I went for one question that th- that would throw Penn off a little bit. And I because I because everybody's listening to the podcast. I knew this was going to go out as a podcast, and everyone in the podcast had heard a lot of the stuff that he was saying. So you wanted to okay. get, keep it a little fresh. And uh, just for for those of you listen, just know like in, in the middle of it, I. I do actually go into a kind of hardcore question for him because I, as I said to his, to Glenn, the book starts at a weird place. And, and he's like, what do you mean? And I said, the book starts post hospital, just being told that they're going to have to like, uh, staple his stomach. And then him making a decision off of the conversation about his stomach, not about him going to the hospital. And like, there's not a lot about him dealing with the fact that he basically was, was, going to leave the earth you know what i mean 
Oh, and right. You, and most people would tell a weight loss story. And this is, Presto's out. And it's a New York Times bestseller. You should get it. And one of the reasons you can get it is it's not a triumph story. Penn does not write a book like, I had this problem. Listen to my, listen to how I took on health, my health by the balls. And this is how I triumphed over this. He, he makes it sound, and he loved Ray's diet because it felt like performance art. And he wrote it like performance art. Mm-hmm. So in the middle, I, I, I did not clear with Penn. And I really went for a heartfelt question about him actually thinking about whether he was going to die or not. Oh, nice. So that's in there. That's just so you know. Just, just a little behind the scenes wink for, for your Penn Sunday school people. All right. All right. Um, but I did only prep two questions and that made Penn laugh really hard. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else? We should probably, we have a gigantic thing here. We yeah? have a gigantic thing. Uh, we also have a piece of scoop mail that came in. <laughs> <laughs> oh, did you, did you not mean my, oh, oh put your boy. dick back in your pants. I want to talk about scoop mail. Why start now? Lerp. I also want to talk about a Japanese pole vaulter oh. in the Olympics. Oh, we should, we should. You, you seem pretty fired up enough that you have notes. You I have do. Notes. You've, you've taken out your phone. Well, you have no, what I have is a video of it for you oh. guys to see it. Oh, okay. Uh, this this gentleman's name is Hiroki Ogata. God Ogata, something like that. Hiroki Gogeta. That's it. And um, have you seen this Hiroki Gogeta? Hiroki in his He's a uh, real champion in his pole vault in his in his Olympic pole vault. He knocked the uh, the crossbar off. Oh. He, he did not do well in his in his oh. Olympic pole vault with his wiener with. His penis. Shut the front no door. Way. He goes over the bar, and his dick full on knocks the bar. Oh off. my gosh! He just he just straight up ranked, wrenched his cock across it. Yeah. Sure, his name isn't Wang. <laughs> Wang so go we, get a. So we have uh, a gentleman who uh, normally is in a pretty good mood. I'm assuming. Yeah. About his package. Yeah. He's got a got a good size package. That guy does a different kind of pole vaulting that gets him all kinds of fun. Yeah. Hey-o. He's got a lot of gold medals and, and a different kind of pole vaulting. And he's an Asian guy, which means he's just crushing it because yeah. reputationally he can stick the landing. Like, yeah. Oh, do Asians have a small cock? Zip, kapling, wapow. Welcome, welcome to my dojo. Whoa. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Which brings up the question: What is the worst way to uh, to fail at your Olympic sport? Best way to fail is to be like, "Oops, my huge dick! My huge dick has ruined my like." Olympic if dream. you're doing a long jump, right, and you're about to put your feet way out on the sand, but then your dick drags <laughs> beneath you, or better yet, like like your heart, like on, one of those cables coming out of an airplane, an extra foot and a half for you. No, I'm saying that? Lo- he's saying lose. I'm, I'm saying win. Yeah, I know, but that's, got- that was the, if you want to change the subject, <laughs> sure. I want to have fun with the first one. I want to win. I, <laughs> I want to have. I want to have. My- I know. With, I know. I know. Johnny tickets. I know you want. <laughs> I live to win. Full of David Buster's li- tickets. I have so many fucking tickets. It's it's well. It all goes on your card now. It's all electronic. Yeah. 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 E tickets. Although we, I, I know did get a, Chuck E. Cheese, I did get a bunch of cards and little coupons from that certain game. Though. Oh, there you go. Oh my god, that game, <laughs> the Star Trek game. Yes, you're such. A I dick. spent too much money. It was so dumb. I can't believe we have circled back to this. <laughs> it was so dumb. We had a comedic premise that we all wanted to engage in, and Paul has <laughs> didn't want to do that game. All right, well, how thinking, would you? How you would cut you off lose? a joke. I was finishing my, uh, describing how a dick acts in your legs during the long jump. I thought that would be your bread and butter right there. Your dick drags. Like a cable I just think hanging it's, up. Hanging I think it's up. funnier. Now you're doing it again. <laughs> I think it's funnier if your dick goes forward, <laughs> and the, and then because because where you where your feet dig into the sand, yeah. that's where they have to mark it. Yeah. But if you also got like a, another foot out there, it's like bonk. Count that point, bitch. Yeah, yeah. but I can tell you, Paul, the uh, your feet land ahead of your giant dick. Oh, I get no, 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 because they they put their feet way out. But imagine if you're really like crazy like a three foot dick yeah but your feet still land closer to the mark than your dick does 
and so they they measure it from the from the furthest back point, which oh. is where your feet are. That's why the that's why the dick joke I was trying to make works. Yeah, and that's why you that, That's why you'd lose because it's the back point. Yes, exactly. Oh, yeah. So even though your feet would be going to like the world record, as soon as your dick starts dragging across the <laughs> yeah. ground. You like got a this, monkey's tail from that point. Like yeah. Monkey's tail. Like yeah. like the hook hanging off a plane landing on an aircraft carrier. <laughs> oh fuck you! That was the joke I was trying <laughs> to make. I know. <laughs> oh, that's a whole new tailgate scandal. <laughs> tailgate for the Olympics. Hurdles is obvious. Yeah, hurdles yeah. Is, hurdles is tough. <laughs> just leaping over, and just clank, clank, clank every time. You build up a callus real quick. Oh, talk about flaming finger. No, yeah. no. I was trying to swim and Michael Phelps' dick was in my lane. <laughs> Which, speaking of, uh, so, did you, so, so Usain Bolt is doing his thing again. Yeah. He's, he's just insane. This is my Olympic gripe, by the way. Okay. Everyone is advertising uh, Usain Bolt's going for the 100 meters, right? Yeah. And then they advertise the time of which he's going to go for the 100 meters. Yes. It was 625 Pacific time. And I turn on the television. And I can't find Olympic coverage anywhere. Olympic coverage breaks for the day between 6 and 7 o'clock to go to local news coverage. Uh, and so then I just watch it on Twitter. Ah. Uh, and I was like, what are you... Why? Why is it they, this, the thing? NBC has done a terrible job terrible with this. Terrible job. Yeah. It's, uh, across the board. But I, I, don't, I don't ever watch it anyway. Yeah. But I know they're just dumb. Yeah. I don't watch it, but it's terrible. It, I don't watch it. Well, the few little seconds I the did see. headline of uh, uh, Usain Bolt breaks his record for longest celebration posts. <laughs> post <laughs> that was good. Did you see the one where... The, you, I'm guessing you've seen the picture now. The picture's insane. Where he's, where he's running and his turn to the camera and is smiling. looking back and smiling. That's oh, an unbelievable so photo. Yeah, it's it's a so great, great. It's a great picture. It'll last and forever. He, he and takes, he's two steps ahead of the, of the closest people. Well, that's the thing. He's a freak, right? He takes 41 strides to complete 100 meters, right? Right. And the average sprinter takes 44 strides to complete it, just just height based. Yeah. So the guy literally has to like run less steps. It's like he he's that much faster because he, he didn't have to. He didn't have to, you know what I mean? Like it's just yeah. crazy. So. Is it anti gravity or something that he's using that makes him float? Yes. Okay. That's it. <laughs> yep. He played that Star Trek game enough. <laughs> you won. can never play that game enough. It was so good. You miss it. You miss it. Man. Every day, once once every Paul's like, gonna leave in a few once minutes. Once every five or six times, you get the big bonus, and yeah. you just oh, it just keeps shooting coins out. It's so fun. <laughs> so fun. Jeez. You were talking about this like I loved it. It was so fun. <laughs> I had a really good time. Paul put thirty eight dollars into this machine. You wish and won four dollars. <laughs> you fucking wish. No, <laughs> I don't even want to talk about it. It was ah! great. You said hundreds. I thought you were exaggerating. No. Oh Jesus! I, what I spent easily a hundred dollars on this machine. What <laughs> you spent a hundred fucking dollars on for an cards? arcade machine for not for cards. The cards ended up giving you tickets. Yeah, but there's eight cards, and the goal is collect all eight. You get a bonus yeah, two thousand tickets. Well, that's one of the goals. You get a bonus two thousand tickets besides all the other coins and stuff you've been getting. Uh, I'm sure I got to get bones. To complete the set, are you not even done? I have to go back sometime. You're 100 and get bones. In, you're not yeah. even. Yeah, I gotta get, find bones. Are you listening to yourself? It was fun. It was <laughs> really fun. Does Ann know you spent a hundred on that machine? Oh yeah. <laughs> While you were playing, did Ann stand there and watch you, or yeah. was she somewhere else? She stood there and helped me collect the coins and oh. helped me get the stuff. Going. We had a good time. So she you was can't laughing. Pay money. You know, you can't pay enough money. We were. So. We, yeah. 
And you're, you're a better person go, than anyone I know. We don't get to go on dates very often. And when we do, and this is why this is no, we had a because great time. Paul spends all of their date money on an arcade machine. Well, she was yeah. like, she was like, did we have as much or more fun than we would have going to a show and, a, and dinner? Yeah, and we would have spent easily that much. Yeah, more probably. And we're like, yeah, we had a great fucking time. So there we go. Uh, it's all good. Plus, I mean, it's a brand amazing. new, it's a brand new location in our neighborhood. Yeah, and I got friends that are working there. You want to support the joint. Support your local Dave and Busters. Right? <laughs> you want to support them by paying their rent for the month. Yeah. No, not at all. <laughs> you can support me next time. Yeah, exactly. No, just give was, me a hundred bucks. It was really fun. I don't do that very often, but boy, oh boy. When's the next time you're going back? Uh, it'll probably be a month or two. You know what I'm going to do? Tomorrow. I'm no. Gonna, I'm going to set up a shelf in the churn with prizes that Paul wants. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm going to work out some kind of system for Paul to get tickets. If yeah. you get that fucking machine in here, it'll make money. <laughs> Don't open it up to the public. If you had that machine here, it would make money. This would not be a losing proposition for you, Jacob. Paul's going to be like a Dave and Buster's high roller where like yeah. they'll like curtain off the machine and just like have the, the, the send a waitress ropes. to him. They'll yeah. be like one of those weird, those weird like casino tables like yeah. for poker where you can eat. You know, yep. they, yeah. they bring the food out to him. Yeah. Would you Would you order? What kind of food they got? Okay, so I got this teriyaki steak deal, which was really good. Whoa! <laughs> that, is, that is not the words I was expecting. And, was, and also, like, yeah, you know, like also saying, like, I went to I went to David Buster's for a teriyaki steak is a little bit like okay. I write that. It was really tasty. Yeah. It was Burger small. King for the salad. It was small compared to what I thought it was going to be, but that's okay. It was good. Um, and uh, and of course I got that meal with the bonus uh. Coupon stuff, yeah. The, so you you get your power card, yeah, yeah. So like you spend twenty bucks for your meal, but ten of that goes towards power <laughs> card. There you go. So I was like, great. Um, if Tim Bush is listening, they love everything they're hearing right now. Yes, they know what they're doing. They know exactly what they're doing. Target demo right here. Yeah, fiftieth anniversary Star Trek machine spitting out collectible cards. What? What? Are you kidding me? This, this, I mean, it really is. I mean. They're ta- they're like pie in the sky target demographic. Is Paul is an adult male with a job and disposable income? <laughs> yeah. No kids. Will, yeah, yeah. That will come in and just go. Yeah. yeah. And I don't do it. Like I said, I haven't that's, done that. That's the guy that they extra, hope that they get. Extra teriyaki on that steak for that yeah. gentleman. I haven't out there. done it for so long, and I was just like, "Fuck it, I'm that's doing the, it." That's the guy that they hope that they get. But they can't count on him. We had such a, they, we when had they're such building a, a location, they go, "Oh, we really hope a Mattingly comes in." Yeah, here. man, we could use yeah. a, we could use a Paul Mattingly, big yes. fish, Paul. Anyway, did that. Then what else? Um, oh, 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 and got this thing that the all the servers were raving about. Okay, okay, all the servers were like this thing's amazing. It's this pulled pork sandwich kind of deal. Okay, on delicious. Buttered toast, like big Texas toast. Buttered Texas toast and pulled pork with so. macaroni and cheese on it. <laughs> Jesus Christ! It and and it now was, seems like another perfect time to mention uh, Penn Jillette just released a book called Presto. Presto. It was so huge. How, How huge was it? It was so huge she could only eat one half the sandwich. Thank good. And gave the other to me. <laughs> no. no. And it was great. You had already had a meal. No, I had what was advertised as a meal that could basically have been a snack. 
It was good. You had a teriyaki steak and a half of a mac and cheese pulled pork so buttered good. Texas toast sandwich. So good. So good. How's your legs feeling? They're they still, don't. They're still not good. <laughs> you think My it, legs are not good. You think about maybe, maybe get a little Texas toast off of there or what? No. No. <laughs> Why start now? No. I'm not gaining. I haven't gained anything in months. But your legs hurt at your current weight. <laughs> you haven't gained respect for me, I'll tell you that. <laughs> true. True. That's true. They do hurt at my current weight. I don't know. I guess I need to go on the old uh, presto diet. You don't, no, you don't have to do presto. For everyone listening, you don't have to do presto. Yeah. Right? Uh, uh, I... As just just as a, a, a some, actually as your understudy is what I'm talking to you about. As your understudy doesn't want to go on, I will tell I you. I know what you mean. That I bet if you took a little weight off, your legs might feel a little better. Maybe, but honestly, it's just it's. I have flat feet. That's what it is. You have flat feet. I have incredibly flat feet. That's part feet. of what it is. It's a big big. I mean, this is decades of wearing. I mean, I went ten years in three inch platform boots as a Klingon. Yeah, did not do my knees and legs any favors. And right. then later on, you started getting paid to go to, to, to dress up as a Leon, <laughs> right? <laughs> then I I worked four years with the ticketing at Absinthe, you know, and I'm on fucking concrete in yeah. weirdo shoes. You yeah. know, a job you would have been really good at something uh, where I'd had to get to sit and play a a few years game. ago. There was this thing in Vegas. It was at the old Hilton. It was called uh, the Star Trek Experience. What was this? You uh, <laughs> you should have worked there. Yeah. Uh, I should have worked there in Second City. Uh, anyway, yeah. No, I, it just that that fucking tendon has just finally said fuck you. Yeah, that's what's going on. And it, you know, because of the the other in, the other leg being injured, the compensation has just caught up, and it's just no, crazy. No, no. But you understand uh, that, like you know, taking a little weight bought, off of that tendon. Oh, I probably know it wouldn't help. hurt things. It wouldn't hurt things. I bought. Um, well, that was my only meal yesterday, too. Uh, but that's I bu- good. I know. No, no, so, no, I mean it. That's, that's good. Fine. And, it's, yeah. and, it's, and yeah. it's also probably, and for everyone listening, it's also probably you're not gaining weight. Yeah, yeah, I'm not going crazy. I go crazy once a week. Right, right, right. If that. Uh, but uh, I got some new insoles, so good. that's helping a little bit to raise my arches a little bit. But uh, just, there's only so much you can do with these. Did you get those good insoles that I told you about? No, I got some Dr. Scholl's. Okay. But they're they're doing the job. Good. Uh, I'm going back again Friday to get my legs worked on some more. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Working. She worked my leg on Friday. I finally got Paul to go see my my physical therapist. Yeah, she, she's not a gentle woman. Well, she gets the job. Oh, done. is it that uh, the, the one that does performance yeah, health Katie. center? Yeah, she's yeah. so good. Uh, my ankle is still swollen. I like that someone just with the simple name of Katie is That's so it. well known in town. Is it? You just say her Katie, name. Katie, the physical therapist. You're like, oh, her. Yeah, yeah. it was like, ooh. Yeah, yeah. She, she works on everybody, which she's is the amazing. one that all of the absinthe performers just fight over. Yep. Yeah. yeah she's so she's, good. She's three days a week at absinthe, and they just, you know, when they, when they sign it up for physical therapy time, it's who is it? Oh, Katie? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'll, yeah. I'll take that spot. Yep. Mm hmm. No. And she, she does all the Britney dancers. Yeah. She rubbed. I do all the Britney dancers. The yeah, terrible wish. swelling out of sure my do. fucking. They're a bunch of dudes, and you wish. Leg. Ah, fuck yeah. <laughs> I have, I, it felt like I was getting a tattoo in my eyelid. I was like, <laughs> God damn it. It's <laughs> like, ow. Ow, 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 ow. It hurts so she bad. She moves stuff. Uh, and then and then she's got this move like, you. Yeah, so, it's not like, you should stretch here, but in the meantime, I'm just going to move uh, your whole muscle from yeah. here to here. We did all this. Just we did all punch this you work. in the neck. Yeah. Then my other, my originally injured foot is right. still wonky. Yeah. Right. And she's got this fucking sonic machine yeah. oh yeah yeah that shoots sonic waves uh-huh she's like what we're looking for is a deep ache <laughs> that's how we know it's working i'm like okay 
She's like, it feels like there's nothing going on, and then deep ache. Yeah. I'm like, great. And wow. <laughs> Fuck. Are you excited to go back to Katie? Excited is the wrong <laughs> word. Ready. Ready to just get it. you feel better? But you're after. going to. It feels better. It, I'm on the road to recovery. I hope uh, I hope things will continue to improve. And it's I just, know and this is mumbo jumbo talk, so I know this ahead of time. How did you sleep that night? Good. Well, he wasn't he's... able to roll over with all no. the cups still attached yeah. to his skin. That's, no. I don't know, because after I see Katie, and even though it's some some of the stuff she's amazing at, some stuff might be mumbo-jumbo stuff, but then I really do, whether placebo or not, I fucking sleep like yeah. a rock. Well, it's there's a lot of stuff getting moved around and yeah. blood flowing to places it wasn't before, yeah. and, and yeah, your, your system just goes... Yeah. And you're in heavy recovery mode, too. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I just... I, yeah keep you healthy my friend uh, i'm as healthy as i can be without losing a ton of weight i guess <laughs> fair enough but uh I, I, here's the thing about the weight thing i don't i don't care if you his diet and here's the thing whatever about, it is no no and i'll talk then i'll talk more openly i i because i've talked occasionally about stuff before because before this book's coming out you know mm-hmm. now the book's out to the bestseller so it's done its job and pen right. lays out the diet completely in it i will tell you and everybody else that calorie gaps are a huge factor as as well as what you're eating you know and ray even said i can get weight off it won't be as it won't be as much but he says i can get weight off of you without without you switching over to this plant-based diet you, you can eat the shitty food that you want to eat i can still get you to lose weight on it yeah um there are and this is what i still focus, try to focus on now and i'm not even good at it but it's amazing that i won't do it but it's amazing how often you don't go Four hours without a calorie. You're oh, right. right. You're just, right. People just, and I do it all the time. You just find a way. And it's, it's amazing. You think you won't do it. You think, oh, it's easy. I'm eating this time and I won't eat this time. And then something just comes up along the way and you just mm-hmm. throw something in your mouth. Right. And it could be anything. It could be the smallest thing. But the, the thing about the biggest key to the diet are these gaps because your body, especially when it's not, when you know you're going to eat later, you're not like, oh my God, I'm trying to starve myself on purpose, right? And your body's not going into fight or flight mode. And you casually go without calories for a long mm-hmm. time. That's when your body accesses its reserves the most. Yep. And so for you, what I just say is, is like how uh, how you should try to figure out like how often you go with zero calories. Yeah. And if you can just pace yourself out that way, you probably start to see weight fall right. off that way. During my work week, it's a little easier because I don't like to eat anything like six hours before the show. Right. Because there's nothing between my asshole. And an audience, but the tiniest piece of red cloth—it's <laughs> barely any cloth. And if something goes and it's south, fraying, and it's fraying. This, have I told you about? Worn. Have I told you about the muffler? <laughs> what? I'm, this I'm is terrifying. This is a classic. I don't, I don't think. I don't think Paul started a more haunting topic. So Dusty Rhodes, yeah. the American Dream. Yeah. R.I.P. Yeah. Dusty used to have this thing where he wore a singlet too, and he's yeah. a man of size. Sure. Like honestly, you want to know what I look like in Fifty Shades? <laughs> watch a watch a classic Dusty Rhodes match. It's really it's really not far off. It's really not. It's very yeah. close. So uh, his singlets are more flattering, though. Not not sometimes. Not <laughs> the, the even cut the cut of his singlets. No. I feel like were more flattering. No, not no. You. Sh- I just bought a classic. Dusty figure that just came out. <laughs> I was going to say Dusty singlet. No. I, think I just bought a singlet. It looks I the wish. same on me. Yep. Same on me. Same. Shades. But uh, 
what they used to do on nights when their asshole wasn't working right. Because, mm-hmm. you know, wrestlers eat crazy stuff. Sure. They need high calorie a lot. And they're, they're on the road. They're on the road. They're yeah, eating yeah. shitty food. They go out and party the night before. They I know how it is just to be on the road and like just right. being on the road and trying to eat trying even to eat a well semblance of okay exactly. food. And, and if you're eating like Dusty Roads. And again, food also serves as comfort when you're, when you're sure. precisely out of your comfort zone. So that taking all that into effect, there are nights when it's like, you know what? I can't trust a fart tonight. I got nothing going on between me and the world but this little thing. Yeah. So they do a muffler. And what that is, just a big old wadded up <laughs> piece of toilet, toilet paper, paper crammed up your ass. <laughs> right up there. And then you're safe. Yeah. Right? End of story? Great. Let's move on. Pretty much end of story. Oh, good. <laughs> I've only had to wear it once. Oh, okay. During the show. Uh, just in case, and it didn't have to. It didn't end up being a necessary thing. It was not. A they problem. were out of toilet paper, so I took a Ghostbusters pillow I got right, from David Buster's, and right I wadded it up there. <laughs> but Dusty tells the story of one time he no, was wrestling. This is why I was afraid this was going. Yeah, I was afraid wrestling. this was a setup for a story like this. And uh, he gets body slammed or something, does some move, and he's not ready for it, and shakes that muffler loose, and it comes twiddling out his pants, and so it's right there in the middle of the ring, and it's. All Bloody and poopy. (laughs) And then the other wrestlers had to fucking dance around that muffler, try not to get hit by it. Paul, as you're telling this story, who is your target audience for that story? Uh, Stardust and Goldust. Who are you sitting there going, you know who wants to hear this story? Cody, Cody and Dustin can never get enough. The old Ronald's boys love a good story about their daddy. So there you go. That one's for you guys. The, the kids listen to our show? I'm sure they do. <laughs> They're I've cool. Met, I've met both of those both those people. They're cool guys. They've, they've both come to Absent in the last few months. So oh, they have. Yeah. Yeah, they, uh, when they had the big, uh, there was some big uh, WWE pay-per-view. Big, big butt mm-hmm. muffler con in town. Big butt muffler con in town. <laughs> they were on a panel. Butt yeah. muffler. da 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 <laughs> And one it, of was, our, it was my pillow. Actually. One of our ushers is a big uh, is a big wrestling fan, and so he, he pointed him out to to me. He was like, Those, "That's uh, Dusty Rhodes' son." And then like the next week, he was like, "That's Dusty Rhodes' other son." Yeah, so I've met both the Dusty Rhodes kids. Wrestling legend. No, they're both very nice, very what nice people. Trusted the muffler. <laughs> you want to do some scoop mail? It yeah. literally Please. saved I his do, ass. I want to do anything else. I want to do anything right now. Message for you, son. <laughs> Physical scoop mail. Okay, we come in here today. This box is huge. It's a fucking coffin. We have it's a coffin huge. in here. Who sent this? Uh, Chris Lloyd. Chris, Chris Lloyd. Dude, this is amazing. I'm already flipping out. I can't. I, we it's keep... got like 80 fragile stickers on it. Okay, okay. So it is. It's something. Something very fragile. Oh, okay, so it's, it's, a, it's a, a coffin of inside packaging. Inside a box. Continue to open the box and read the letter inside. Okay. The boxes are getting smaller. Oh, this is like oh, a. This is a, one of those uh, nesting nesting dolls, nesting like a doll, rushing yeah. nesting doll of a prize here. Oh, there's another tinier, even tinier box. Oh, jeez. We are uh, one, two, uh, three, uh, three boxes in. Three boxes deep. Oh, here comes box number four. Is that the letter? What is that? What did you just pull out? No letter yet. What? Oh boy. That's what we've got. What is this? It's a card with four uh, USB thumb drives. drives. Yeah, thumb four drives. Thumb drives attached to it. Uh, P1, P2, M, and J. 
So I'm betting Paul got two things and uh, you and I each got one. <laughs> I'm excited. So let me open up his letter here. Holy crap. This is, this is weird. I feel weird right now. I, I love the giant. This is a puzzle. This box. this box is insane. This he is sent hilarious. the giant this box. He sent. When I, when I walked this into the house, SJ was like, what the fuck is that? Uh, good day, you fabulous fuckers. Quite a few episodes ago, Paul was complaining about not being able to get the Simpsons season 18 and 19. I guess he doesn't know how the internet works. <laughs> so to the internet, I went to provide him with a gift, but I couldn't leave out Matt and Jacob. So I tweeted you both asking about your favorite movies that you did not own. Matt answered with Pulp Fiction, American Beauty, Michael Clayton, and what appeared to be a bit of trepidation, possibly uh, thinking that I would buy and send uh, said movies to you. Aha! Uh Jacob answered Ben-Hur, Stripes, and Fifty Shades of Grey <laughs> with a bit of smart acidness. No surprise there. Once I had their answers, I got to work and closed you will find four flash drives labeled with the first letters of your names. P. Paul, you now have seasons 18 and 19 of The Simpsons and Glorious 720p. Fucking A. Jesus. I hope you have the technology to watch them. If you have a smart TV, it should have a media player that will play them I for do. you. Thank uh, you. Matt, please enjoy your beautiful copies, uh, 1080p copies with your choices. And uh, Jacob, since you decided to be a smartass, I decided to play along. I hope you enjoy Ben-Hur and Stripes. And I really hope that you and SJ both together enjoy Fifty Shades of Mira Gray. <laughs> Mira Gray. I skipped through some of the scenes, uh, not my preferred style of porn, but each to their own. <laughs> Keep the great episodes coming, and I hope to see you guys in November. Fucking you in the face, Chris Lloyd, a.k.a. AKA Civic Crew Scoop. P.S. at the moment, I thought the small package in the big box would be funny. <laughs> it's funny, dude. That is very funny. It's crazy. Is Mira Gray uh, like a, a, it's porn a porn star? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Is it 50 Shades of Mira Gray on there? It's a porn. Great. Yeah. Dude, this is crazy. Thank you, Jake, dude. Did too much. This is so cool. Chris, was it? What? Yep. Chris Floyd. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Awesome. Uh, Chris, I am uh, so happy to have the Simpsons seasons now. I will put them, I will put those USB drives, I will watch the seasons, and I will put them up with my other DVDs. Those hard drives are going to become uh, Paul's new mufflers. <laughs> In a pinch, man. Just, in a pinch. Just actually, just the bubble wrap from your container. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a lot of bubble that, wrap. That bubble wrap. Oh god. Muffle it up. Oh, uh, we got one here from the Loch Ness monster. All right, hi, Loch Ness. Loch Ness. Hey, fuckers. Uh, so I just got l done listening to episode two fifty nine. Run aid. Run aid. And I figured I should write in about my own run aid moment on my car ride to work. What a lot a of fucking hashtag that a was. A lot of so great, successful. A lot of great stories about run aid. Really yeah, great, funny. great, great tweets with the run aid on it. Mm -hmm. So funny. Thanks, guys. So Good people who didn't listen to two fifty nine, uh, run aid is something you can just yell when you're in a situation that you don't want to be in anymore, mm -hmm. and you get a free pass to just run away. Uh, this morning was atypical in that I had to pick up my coworker, let's call him Jeremy, on the way to the shop. First, I want to be clear about something. This is just a 15-minute car ride, and I have only talked to Jeremy two other times. So the first thing we talked about was how he had to kill some guy. What? Ooh. Yep. He said this guy had been a problem for a lot of people, and he never gets in trouble, so killing him is the only solution, and it would be best for everyone. <laughs> what? Jesus. Yikes. I want to go ahead and just back up your logic a peg there. 
That's not the only way. Holy shit! I mean, that it might be the best guys, way. Fucking let's, frightening. Let's not. Uh, let's not. Let's keep spinning. Let's keep the. Let's keep the. Uh, let's keep the brainstorming going here. Okay, we got one. <laughs> we got one. One on the marker we got board. An idea. We got to kill him on the marker board. He never board. gets in trouble, so yeah. I have to kill him. Something about how this guy keyed his car and when he called the cops, they said they couldn't do anything about it without a confession from said guy. He then started talking about how corrupt the police system is and how the medical system is the same way. He talked about how they had a cure for cancer for a couple of months and it was all natural and had no side effects. He then said that radiation therapy for people who have cancer is just a way for the government to troll people with cancer. They just fight fire with fire, he said. <laughs> he mentioned how radiation gives people cancer and how he doesn't understand how people allow doctors to give them radiation because it just gives them more cancer. Renade! Renade! I tried to explain how radiation kills cells and it can be targeted to kill cancer cells, but he wasn't interested. No! No, Renade. Uh, this Get guy's name was Paul Mattingly, by no, the way. No, it was not. <laughs> Next, he talked about how our alien overlords... Seriously. That's another thing of uh, fucking... The, the Penn, Penn talks about this. The, the placebo effects work even when you know they're placebo, right? That was like the fascinating sure. thing about him and, and listening to Ray. Mm -hmm. uh, even though he felt Ray was doing some culty things, he listened to him anyway, and it still brought him success, you know? Um... That's why I still will talk about some mumbo-jumbo things I'm still susceptible to doing, knowing they might be mumbo-jumbo, but they still work, so I'm okay with that. I do not go to those things in lieu of going to a doctor. Right, And I right. would not listen to an acupuncturist instead of a doctor. Well, there's levels, too, right? Right. Does your arm ache a little bit when yeah. you twist it sometimes? Yeah. Or is it fractured in four places? <laughs> Needles aren't going to help that. <laughs> There's levels. There's levels, and cancer is a, is the fracture level that we're talking about. Just just to make sure we're metaphors are being clear. Might be above. Just to make sure we're being fracture level. Please, please check out that chemotherapy oh. everyone's talking about. All the kids are doing <laughs> for your cancer. There's other. I mean, there's, you don't have to just do. Key, there's other things besides chemotherapy. No, I mean it's 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 noted. It, it, I mean, straight up, it's 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 out there. Steve Jobs thought he was going to cure his cancer with a vegan diet. And did it all with like carrot juice and stopped using deodorant and, and antiperspirants and I mean it's it's out there. His last his last yeah. years were really rough and really weird. Stinky. And it's like his, his yeah he was he was he was suffering from cancer in, and not wearing uh, hygienic things and then drinking these weird juices all the time. And then all of a sudden he panicked and he got himself uh, waitlisted for organ transplants in like three states at the same time. You know. And, uh, and and figured out the different rules so they could be available and all that stuff because he panicked and he went the wrong way and he could have just handled it earlier. Well, listen, there, there, yeah. there's, there are studies, I get it, there are studies that talk about excess animal protein in your system and the connectedness to chronic disease, sure. right? But that's preventative yeah. and not... It's not a it's not a proactive diagnosis, also, diagnosis if, if right? It's not a way to do it. If you're a person like Steve Jobs and you've been this iconoclast who made his own fortune several times over and did everything his own way, you sort of have that feeling of like, I'm going to do this my way, right? Yeah. 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 Oh, do we have our... We're worried. We're hearing Ninja, everybody. For those who are wondering why we got distracted suddenly, we heard Ninja barking. We have a guest coming in for our next podcast. Maybe, yeah. It's uh, from from uh, Henson's Puppet Up here in Las Vegas. The Puppet yeah, Improv very Show. Uh, we have a friend coming by. Very excited. 
Uh, so let me get back to this. So next he talked about our alien overlords. Seriously. I suppose the transition was probably smoother than that, but I can't remember quite how we got there. Basically, he was talking about how science hasn't yet answered the question of how life started and that it is something that we will never be able to comprehend because our superior alien overlords haven't built that ability into our brains. <laughs> Jesus. By this time, we were almost to the shop, uh, but he was also able to squeeze in something about the government smuggling drugs into the country and yelled at me how he can go back and forth with me all day. Renade from your friendly Loch Nest monster, oh. Willie. P.S. Thanks, Paul, for helping my wife and I get married. I wrote in an episode 117. Uh, thank you for your help uh, proposing to my wife. Uh, basically, I didn't, and we just agreed to be engaged and have been married for over a year. Oh, that's awesome. And just got our first dog. Yeah. So fuck you guys. That's oh, that is so a big cool, win. man. I'm so glad to hear that. Yeah. That's awesome. Good for you. Uh Oh my goodness, I'm so sorry you had to deal with that crazy shit. Boy, oh boy, that's the thing. The alien stuff, you start getting into it too deep, and all of a sudden it's like, oh, and the Bible says, I'm like, no. There you go. It's no. always Jesus waiting on the other end. It's the same thing. It's the same Jesus thing. Jesus is waiting. What's well, the same thing? It's like, yes. If you, if you, you're just substituting one thing for the other. Yeah, we're combining so them both. Two great tastes that taste great together. So dumb. Now, if you want to talk about the technology and the wild uh, uh, ships that people are designing and the secret plans, fun. I love exploring the secret fun of it. But when you start getting to the whole, and then the Anunnaki came. And <laughs> made you the special person that you are. Like, get the fuck out of town with your bullshit. <laughs> Stupid crap. Oh, some of it's some of it's really fun. Uh, some of it's really fucking annoying. Uh, There's a fine damn line. Yeah, fine line. Oh, we got Ra an email. Razor here. thin line. Please, please listen to doctors when it comes to cancer. <laughs> Feel please. free. They know more than you. Just do it. Just do it for someone else. You don't want to do it for yourself. Just do it to do it to please your family. You you could you could have spinach and carrot juice and you'd be fine. I know. Just go see a doctor. Wait, spinach and carrot juice is on the table. <laughs> you're, you're back in. I'm in. I didn't, I didn't realize you were talking there. about medical science. I mean, spinach <laughs> and carrot juice. <laughs> what else do you need, Donnelly? Come on. Oh, we got one here from Lurker. So now that Paul has managed to get long distance up on iTunes and is working on getting another entry up there, and with his library of songs growing, his oeuvre, if you will, like Beowulf balls and the like, I'm writing in to ask you guys come up with a few suggestions on what he should title his inevitable greatest hits album that he puts up on iTunes. Uh, I'm sure you guys and the fellow, fellow scoops can come up with some great ideas on what to name it. Something much better than I could think up. Uh, like Ludmilla. Lud Ludmilla. Ludmilla? What the fuck is Ludmilla? Ludmilla is a horrific character from uh, Geek Shock that you you guys have never experienced. Oh. <laughs> Good. <laughs> and we won't. Uh, no, I will not bring her on this show. <laughs> something uh, something about Ludmilla's love songs or how parking's in the rear. Uh, well, what I, what ideas do you guys have? That's from uh, The Lurker. Wait, so what ideas do we have about... A, a title greatest for hits my album. greatest hits album. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, Muffled Tears. <laughs> Muffled Tears. It's not bad. Mattingly's Flaming Fingers. Yeah, my flaming yeah. fingers. Uh, jackpot. Jackpot. <laughs> and just, uh, just Paul Mattingly made out of thousands of tickets from Dave & Buster's. Buy these songs so I can go play at Dave & Buster's. <laughs> Enable my habit. Uh, I guess somebody put up on uh, Amazon 
Schlong Distance. Schlong Distance. Ah. Schlong Distance is like number two thousand something song downloaded <laughs> with a bullet. You are. You are this week. <laughs> like twenty one thousand sixty seven or something like that. Well, it wasn't twenty one thousand? It was like two thousand. No, two thousand. I'm sorry. Yeah, twenty one hundred sixty seven. Yeah, what I was say. that's oh. pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, it is. You know, it's not, I mean, it's not. It's not like hang your hat, but it's no. it's kind of neat. I mean, it's not. You're not bringing it to the Thanksgiving Day table, you know. Oh man! <laughs> if I ran to my cousin, I wouldn't have said, "You know, long distance is twenty one hundred sixty seven on iTunes." Well, of course it is. People are downloading it like crazy. <laughs> tens of people have downloaded this song. Tens of tens. Well, it's it's over a hundred downloads now. So that's, that's exciting. Cool. Yeah, that is. I would have lost a bet. No, yeah, it's I would have. I would have oh, bet yeah. under hundred. It's, it's a good chunk over a hundred. Thank you, Scoops, for downloading. Uh, and you can get it still long distance available anywhere you download MP3s. MP3s. Or burn them, whatever you do, <laughs> steal them, however you do it, you however you them. get, however you get your music, LimeWire, LimeWire. Do you thing, want the right? dollar? You don't want the dollar? Ah, oh, sure, I want the Everyone dollar. Everyone, please go to all of the uh, the, the stealing sites <laughs> no. and steal long distance, Pi- pirated long distance. Oh, I'm sure it's been pirated a few times. Now with uh, uh oh, prob- was it Grubbs- at least singles of times? Grubs and McGraw. What were you guys called? Uh, Boone and McGraw. Boone and McGraw. Yeah, you were Boone or McGraw. Uh, Undecided. I was I was uh, Spoony Spoony Boone and Straw McGraw. <laughs> okay, Spoony Boone and Straw McGraw. Now uh, 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 McGraw is Todd. Todd. Yeah. Todd. Um, Todd Bristow. Does Todd regret uh, losing the tens of dollars? Yeah, he gave he gave you no, he, he gave up his fifty percent chip. Todd is he Todd gave is fifty percent chip for you. For those of you who listen to Geek Shock, you know how fucking generous Todd is when it comes to me anyway, as far as just putting up with my garbage. Uh, but uh, he was just like, yo, it's your song. It's all good. But then even to top it off, I told you how Ann's like, that's my song. Yeah. That's mine. <laughs> that money's mine. <laughs> I got to tell you, if everyone who inspired music got a piece, oh, oh, we'd, boy, be a, we'd be in right? a troublesome place in the, yeah. in the world economy. Yeah. I got to say, I'm backing Ann on this one. <laughs> Oh, trust me, she's gonna get. I mean, she got she got to play uh, a lot of games yesterday too. <laughs> when you let her, we played. She played whatever she wanted. What's we, her game? She played a lot of Wheel of Fortune. Okay, we played that. Uh, what else did we play that she liked? Uh, There's a couple other games, but she was just laughing at me being a goofball. Yeah, yeah, it was fun. That is, I bet ball. there isn't better entertainment than watching you at Dave and Buster's. That's for sure. I'm in my element, that's for sure. We'll sell that as a Patreon prize. Next nerd day. I was gonna say next next person. I got a spot to take people now. Yeah, oh, yeah. Next next shock versus nerd day. We'll have to go to Dave and Buster's. Dude, Dave and Buster's, Buster's, Buster's. Oh, dude, uh, Dave and Buster's. We ne- got not only go the there nerd activity, but lunch. Yeah, oh, we'll break the bank. We'll lose money. We'll lose money. Who on Jack cares? Versus nerd day. Who cares? <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and say right now that uh, Ice Cream Social is not paying for Paul's uh, video game play. <laughs> that's all right. That's we can right. go there, and Ice Cream Social will pay for lunch. Yeah, it I'm, is not paying. I'm for gonna it. use my own card. I got to keep my points going. Yeah, good, good, good. That's good. Yeah, use your own points. Yeah. I'm not starting some new card. The company has voted. Uh, <laughs> in a two-thirds majority vote. It was my fucking weekend, guys. I get one day off a week. It's I'm great. like, let's go. Let's go. We're not attacking you, Paul. I don't know why you feel the need to justify it. I'm, I'm, I'm all for I feel you. the need to justify it because it was ridiculous. I'm all for you playing video games. I'm just I'm also all for me not paying for it. All right. Uh we'll have to have a meeting about it. Okay, yeah. so uh 
Let's, should we get into a little Jack versus Nerd here? Yeah, we should. <laughs> I'm not paying for that shit. Somebody is. I'm not paying for Jack versus Nerd. <laughs> no, what? Uh-oh. How dare Jack you, Jacob? Nerd. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Poor girl. Poor you don't girl. know. She might have loved it. Apparently, her vajay exploded she, in flames. She, she died doing what she loved. <laughs> Orgasming. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was just listening to Stern on the way over here. Yeah. And they were talking about the gathering of the juggalos. Oh, Jesus. They, they Do they have Wolfie down there? Was yeah, Wolfie Wolfie's down there. And he was oh. talking, he was interviewing people and talking about what's the worst thing you've seen. And I want a Wolfie so bad for our podcast. Yeah. I need a Wolfie person. We need a Wolfie person. That's my best description. We've reached out to other people in the past and it just hasn't worked out one way or the right. other well I mean because it's just as like I, I, I don't know how I to describe it better us, than Wolfie I think for us uh, we wouldn't we'd need multiple Wolfies like you just have to if, if there's yeah. a cool event going on in your neck of the woods but his style right the thing is that like other, like uh, people want to do it uh, do it for the they've done it for the best people have even submitted stuff to us which is yes. awesome on them but it doesn't fit to say like Right. We're not Wolfie like a daily style. show. Like we're not a daily show. No, like, we can't no. have like really there's not hilarious. A, there's not a twist to it. It just need to be like Wolfie just finds crazy fuckers and, and makes talks them talk to them like normal people. And yeah. it's just it's, and that's it's, it's, all you it's, need. It's voyeuristic. You get you get a real yes. You get a real a real bead on and a lifestyle <laughs> you don't know. They were talking about how uh, girls had had uh, handfuls of uh, uh, glow sticks. Yeah, done in them. And uh, like, oh, uh, in them, yeah, oh, okay. And then this <laughs> one girl was talking about. They said, "What's the worst thing you've seen?" Is that well, a girl put a two-liter bottle. Jesus! Whoa! And said, and said, and then another girl put Cheetos in there. Oh, and, oh I know that one. And they called her Cheetos. <laughs> Good nickname. Yeah. Where'd you get that? Where'd you get the nickname from? How'd you make the leap? Uh, Turns out it is not easy being cheesy. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> it's really not easy. Uh. Oh, I uh, going over to Jack versus Nerd before we get into the the real deal question. I should say like I didn't realize how much I hated A Rod. Ah. Like I thought I hated A Rod, but yeah. now you know. But then I also thought I hated baseball. <gasps> and since A Rod has left, I followed the Yankees at every game. And now it's yeah. like he and, was he was poisoning you for everything. And not even like um not even like all right fine like uh, like I, this is a, this is the way when I used to really root. For baseball, this is what I used to do: is to just check every day, like check, sure. check, wow. check what's going on. And now, all of a sudden, without without just seeing him, the, would make you crazy. The old impulses of of like check the game, check the game are back. Like without right, like subconsciously, I'm I'm back to being a fan. And it's also for anybody else out there, really exciting that the Yankees are like a regular baseball team and doing things in a regular way and succeeding. Yeah, that the, the, they brought in a bunch of young talent. And a bunch of young talent that didn't know whether it was going to be good or not are doing good right now. So a Rod leaving has been a boon to baseball in general. I believe so, I believe so, because it hasn't hurt. No, and it's 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 like uh, it's like the Patriots doing well. When the Yankees start to do well again, it really helps define everyone else's fandom. They really people love to hate the Yankees, mm-hmm. and so having the Yankees kind of having their shit together, right, is really fun to hate them again. Okay, and what so, I loved was interesting. A Rod's last game, they paraded out like uh, Reggie Jackson and uh, uh, yeah. Derek Jeter. They paraded all of these, you know, Yankees greats out there, yeah, just so that people would not boo. Yes, 
Yeah, yeah. It's like it's t- like we can't have people booing A Rod's last game. So let's put all of these Yankee greats out on the field so that people won't boo because they might accidentally th- think that, that oh, they're booing for Jeter. All of it's fantastic, by that's, the way. That's really funny. the way. Like a big thunderstorm came in and rained uh, uh, thunder and lightning down on his per- on his um, his farewell speech, so he couldn't yeah. talk. It was awesome. That's fantastic. He went to take the field and he ran like I would run. Like he's forty two years old. Sure, so like he hadn't played the field in over a year. Right. So that, like he ran out. There was like an awkward awkwardness to his trot. running. Yeah. His trotting. I was like, you look like an old man. You look like me running out there with the baseball glove. It's yeah. really yeah. adorable. Yeah. And uh Okay, he's out there with twenty year olds. All of it. Like oh. just no one cares about him. So uh yeah. uh it's really, really hilarious to watch him go out. So that was really hilarious. I thought it was a really nice fitting end to someone who didn't like him. And uh I don't care about any of the counter arguments. <laughs> and I'm also happy to have a team to root for again. That's really awesome. Uh that that that's that that's happened. Uh, <laughs> I don't know that I've had any experience where I'm sure this is not true though. Well, here's what's really fun. Well, you Paul. know, you know what they said like, when talking about why they weren't doing more for him leaving. Uh huh. They're like, listen, we're not a, we're not about you know this isn't a farewell tour. We're trying to win baseball games, right? Last year, Derek Jeter, like everything he did, every team presented him gifts. They like unburied play, uh, bases that he had touched and like put them in museums, like <laughs> for. <laughs> We don't do farewell tours for you, is what they, like they don't finish the sentence. The Yankees have been doing crazy, you know, poetic for farewell things else. for everybody else. And he's the he's, and he's they, the line. If there's drawer. anyone who makes a ton of money off of merchandise, and and and, uh, and the Yankees know how to make more money off of their their players' milestones than anyone else. But and they, they just, just don't they drew care. The line they just him. don't care. That's them. fucking hilarious. So it's really really funny. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, so this, you know, some guy named Aaron Judge is hitting the fucking ball a ton. That's great. Some kid. Yeah, no, like he's him. awesome. I like him. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, 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 anyways. Jack versus Nerd! Yes. Played it again. Run! Run! Oh, yeah. Oh, fuck. <laughs> this is a mess. Splooge. From E Pluribus uh, excuse me, Pluribus Scoop Unum, <laughs> aka I thought it was E Pluribus Scooptum. We know what's going on. Yeah, E, e Pluribus Scoop Unum, aka Born in the Scoop SA. Is born in the Scoop SA. Uh, uh, he's the guy who's running our flag contest. He is. Uh, speaking of which, go check out the flag contest. I don't remember any of the URLs though. It's all on. Uh, it's all, all the details are on the Reddit page. We have yeah. a uh, just 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 Google for, because there was a, people are like I don't know what Reddit is. I hate it. Uh, <laughs> just Google Reddit and then Hey Scoops and you'll find it. There you go. Uh, hey Jacob, after the tremendous joy of Annie's Pennsylvania town name Jock versus Nerd, I thought that I should should submit a German edition as we have some amazing small town names as well, and Pennsylvania is basically America's Germany. That is true. Yes. There's a lot of German heritage in the old Pennsylvania. Uh, these are either the actual German town names as you would find them on a map, or they are translated literally into English as translated by Google uh, whenever uh, whenever I think you uh, wouldn't understand what the German town name means. So if I asked uh, the town, uh, if the town of adultery exists, the German name of that town is Ebruck, which is the German word for adultery. Great. Okay. Uh, for Jacob, I provided the real German town names in brackets where ex- uh, where applicable. There are 15 town names. Both Matt and Paul must guess real or fake. The one with fewer wrong guesses wins. Okay. I should write these down. That's what I should do right All now. All right. I'm gonna I'm gonna do my part and guess. Good. Alf. Paul, go. Alf. That is a real town. 
I'm going to go with fake. It is real. Damn it. Uh, Matt, petting. We don't know Matt and Dave. We're both going to guess. We don't know this. We're equally unqualified here. Oh, no. I was just going to rotate who guessed first. Oh, got it. Okay. Yeah, say, yeah. say it again. Petting. Uh, real. Fake. Paul? It is real. Uh, Paul Fatberg. Real. Real. It is real. Raincoat. Fake. Real. It's real. Damn it. Uh, ball sack. Fake. Real. It's fake. Damn it. I'm now down two. Adolf Berg. I just want ball sacks to be real. Real. Fake. It's real. Oh. I'm back by one. Uh, uh, that's, the, that's the translation. Uh, the real German town is Adolf Schausen. Adolf Schausen. Uh, sure. Adolf Schausen, this car to drive to the station in. <laughs> Cow beer. Cow beer. Yep, cow beer. Cow beer. Real. Real. It's real. Pussy. Real. Wait, what'd you say, Matt? Fake. You said fake? It's real. Damn it. Pussy's real? Pussy's real. That's some real pussy. I know you don't believe it. I don't. (laughs) Next you tell me there's a G-spot or a Katoris. (laughs) (laughs) That's just a town name, Matt. Don't get crazy. Oh, my God. The mystery box. Garbage town. Fake. Fake. It's real. What? Damn it. We're still down two. How many Breast we got Mountain. Real. Real. Uh, it's real. Yes. I'm moving to Breast Mountain. Give me to Breast Mountain. <laughs> Testicle Hague. Testicle, Testicle Hague. Hog. I will say Testicle real. Hog. I'll say real also. It's real. <laughs> uh, let's see. Cock ring. Fake. Real. It's fake. Damn it. I was, at this point, I was just trying to gain points back. Yep. <laughs> Litter hose. Real. Uh, real. It's real. That's got to be real. Idiot village. Paul's new home. Uh, fake. <laughs> new. Uh, real. It's real. Whew. What? And scoops. Real. Real. It's real. Yeah, that probably was inspired this whole thing. I lost by two. Yep, you sure did. Good fight. Damn it. Uh, thanks for playing fucking you in your faces. I'll tell you e what. Player Scoop Unum, a.k.a. A- Born in the Scoop SA. Thanks, Born in the Scoop I'm going to go out on a limb and uh-huh. guarantee I win the next Jock versus Nerd. Oh! <laughs> Matt! Guaranteeing! Uh, wow. Guaranteeing! Is that a uh, Donnelly lock that we're talking about? It's there? a Donnelly lock, my All friend. Right. And by the way... You I'm know not- what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go one step further. I got a hundred bucks on Donnelly next, next to Jock versus Nerd. <laughs> this is episode 261, and I guarantee in episode 262, I beat you in Jock versus Nerd. How can you possibly know the outcome of what is yet to happen? Hey, he's just confident, Paul. How can you possibly? It's just confidence. I don't, I would subscribe against such this an is, action. This is New Jersey confidence right here. I can't. Backed by Louisiana gambling. No, I don't think this is a good idea. I, uh, everybody okay in the floods in your area, Jacob? Nope. Everybody doing okay? Nope. Jesus. <laughs> Not at all. Oh, Really, it's bad news for people you know. Oh yeah, it's a record. I mean, it's just it's a devastation. Uh, yeah, it's frightening as fuck. I saw some video of a poor lady getting rescued out of her car. The just fucking car with, rescue is with insane. Her, oh, with dog. Her dog. Yeah, oh, it's so bad. Oh yeah. Oh. That rescue video is uh, was I was like really haunted by it. Like yeah. I, the the seconds of decisions. Yeah. Right. They did it. They did, they it, did all. it and they it's got just, it. It's just seconds away from to- like really death. bad. Yeah, yeah, it absolutely. Was really bad. No, it's terrible. Uh, I, I, I've got lots of friends. Uh, my 
my aunt, we thought my aunt was going to be, it's my great aunt. Uh, we thought she was going to be fine in her house. There were a few days where they were trapped in the neighborhood, but uh, her house was okay. Now her house isn't okay either. Jesus. Uh, so she's, uh, and as of oh, yesterday, no. I haven't heard today, but as of yesterday, she was trapped on the second floor. Oh, no. Uh, I mean, trapped. Like, you know, the, yeah. the first floor is not filled with water, but there's a foot of water well, in, her, in her first floor. That's scary. And, and she doesn't do have do? a way to get out. Has she uh, got running water that's clean? I guess not, huh? I, d- I doubt it. I don't think anybody there does right now. Oh, boy. Um, but you know, she's got people there that are looking after her. Because she's, I believe, in her late 80s. Oh, my gosh. Um, and then lots of, lots of friends that are just posting, you know, like, houses destroyed, cars destroyed. You know, we watched our... Uh, one, one person posted a long description of it. You know, we, we were in our... We were on the second floor of our house because the first floor already had water in it. And we sat by the window on the second floor of our house... And watched our cars go completely underwater. Oh, uh, so I mean, it's just people are losing everything. So if you can help out, scoops, uh, there are lots of oh. there are lots of charities and uh, help sites and everything online. I'll do I'll do I'll do even and, uh, one better, Jacob. I'm going to pray for those people. Uh, I appreciate that, Matt. <laughs> I appreciate. I really do. I appreciate that. That's good stuff. Oh boy, it does. Sj and I had a, a conversation just the other day about it bothers me it it is really to the point now where it really bothers me when i see people uh posting on social media you know pray pray for this and pray for uh, not not pray for anything but this specifically uh you know because it's a a natural disaster yeah and if you if you take the logic one step further yeah god is doing it? it who did it and you're asking him to stop yeah this is this is you are you have now gone to the place of a battered wife a battered spouse, <laughs> and it is. Yes. I love him. I worship him. Please don't hit me again. Yes. Yeah. And boy, you got does it, that, dude. that that state of thought. It's sick. Like if if you if you say that oh someone is ill or you know you're you're hoping for you know prosperity and some new job or something like that and you say you know uh, pray pray for that or, or whatever, you know at that point I'm like okay fine I I don't really buy it but at the same time okay no god has a plan for those cars but it doesn't yeah it doesn't feel like a battered spouse at that point yeah and this spouse analogy is badass i never heard that before That's yeah, good. It, it just and um yeah i don't know and it was it, it came it came down to when when we were talking about it it came down to kind of three options it's either god doesn't exist god is not all powerful or god is not good the worst right yeah. it's it's it has to be one of those three things at some point yeah. Right and boy, it it bothers no, me. No, no, you forgot the plan. I, I obviously plan. I, I forget. I always forget about the fucking. Plan. If anyone dies in it, it's their time. Yeah, and if anyone survives it, is a plan for them. Uh, yeah, boy, I just I it really bothers like this this specifically. Like I say, just asking for prayers and saying that you're going to pray for someone usually doesn't. You're welcome. Yeah, thank you. You're welcome. I'm it, you, it, it usually really doesn't bother me at all. I, I don't think anything of it at all. But this this time around, for some reason, it has just really hit me. Yeah. Uh, and it's it's, it's uh, well, I'm also obviously a very emotional time for you as well. So oh, sure, things are hitting you a little hard. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So you, there's that. If you want, I'll send Paul down there to help. I I float well. I was gonna say he's very buoyant. <laughs> I am extremely buoyant. <laughs> we'll float him up towards. towards to, to oh, I did see. House. I did see a really fun video yesterday. It was a guy pulled his car up, backed backed his car up right to the edge of the water. It was on, on the street there, and he got it right to the edge of the water. And then pulled an air mattress out of his car, inflated it, 
and floated it over and started like floated it past the several different houses and put all the the pets from these right. houses onto the air mattress oh, wow. and floated them back to his car and like loaded them up to, in the car and then went and did some more rescuing and, puppies yeah that's amazing really i was like nice. oh that's a, that's a that's an ingenious little uh, use of an air mattress oh. yeah and so that's, that's great and, and noble thinking as well that's yeah absolutely really yeah that's the good news is it's so it's such a slow it, it, it's such a slow water rise thing it's not like a hurricane you know it's, right. it's not like that where there's suddenly you know giant storm surges and that so it's uh, just constant waterfall and the failure of yeah. more levees kind of thing it's not even really failure it's just unprecedented waterfall uh, just I mean, I'm, I'm, obviously, there are things rain. that are failing. There, there are yeah. pump systems that are sure, sure, sure that are being overwhelmed. And, yeah, and overwhelmed is probably the better word. Yeah, uh, but yeah. So, but the, for the most part, it's a slow rise, and so people are getting out of the way. People are. I don't think tons of people are getting hurt. They're right. getting they're getting trapped places and having to be rescued, but they're not. Uh, you know, it's, it's no, not like loss, thousands of people being the killed. Devastation, and, yeah, yeah. But yeah. the devastation is in is in people's lives. And yeah, lives, yeah, right. And as of this morning, or as of uh, Tuesday morning, the uh, the number that I heard from the Louisiana governor, I believe, was uh, a little over forty thousand people had had to have been rescued at, at that point. Jesus. So no, uh, apparently not. <laughs> apparently he that or he's a, a dick. He didn't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah, it's rough. It's real rough. Wow. But yeah, so if you can go to if you can go to some of those uh, the sites on, online, there's there's lots of stuff out there. Uh, hey, remember that promise I gave you guys about not destroying the world with the flood? <laughs> specifically well, specifically this. It's not the whole world, so technically, fingers crossed behind was... my back. Whoppity wop wop. Leave it to me. I bend the rules, but don't break them. Just pa- I made the fucking rules. I bend them any way I want. <laughs> Do what I want. Wow, 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 wow. And if you're down in the area, there are lots of uh, there are lots of organizations that are organizing people to go down and help. And uh, I know that they're, they're doing a lot of good. I've got some friends that are down there doing that, and uh, they're doing a lot of good. And it's uh, very rewarding work. Yeah, go volunteer. So uh, yeah, do your thing. I'm sending Paul. Go volunteer with Paul. Absolutely. I am not going. He'll be very uh, buoyant. I am not going. <laughs> if you want to ride the Paul float down the down the neighborhood river, that's a big Patreon gift. <laughs> Big hundreds. I'm not saying it couldn't happen. It's just a big Patreon. It's a big one. Yeah, yeah. There, there are at least two zeros behind that one. Uh, I would have. Yeah, there'd be people riding the riding the Paul float. I'd, I'd do that. And you love little dogs jumping on you. I think too. I don't love it. Giz is so crazy. <laughs> Lady Elizabeth will not stop with the jumping up and just. She's in your grill all day long. She's going. She's going stir crazy. Uh, for those of you who have pets in Vegas, you know. It is at that time of year where you just can't take your dogs outside right. hardly at all. Yeah, yeah. And they go oh. fucking bananas. And for those of you who don't I'm sure know, it's the same thing with kids. Uh, Lady Elizabeth is Paul's pet name for Anne. No, for, for anyone, anyone <laughs> who my is dog, not aware, Lady Elizabeth Killigrew. Anne jumps up on me all the time. Anyway, I don't go by that name. I don't bark like that. Uh, 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 except that there's 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 so many industries around here. Uh, dedicated to indoor play parks for kids because of this very reason. This right. time of year, like, it's just crazy. Yeah. Everywhere we're going is just slammed. So Kids Museum, there's like two indoor play places near us. I get it because my dogs yeah. are going stir crazy. I can only imagine what an actual well, kid Well, it's like, like I got to go tire I gotta go tire them out. So I take them to indoor play, play places. Because I was to, like, I'm going to go outside and get heat stroke. Yeah. And we have a pool, but even then, which is mornings and evenings, yeah, you can't you, go in the afternoon. Nope. Right. Even with my yarmulke cover. Even on. with the yarmulke. Even with my yarmulke cover. On. Hey, speaking of yarmulkes, I want to thank Pendulet for creating this podcast. Sure. Um, he's known for his yarmulke. He's known for his, his uh, Judaic faith. And uh, 
Uh, what do we got? We got thanks to people here, Paul. What, what should we do here? Uh, let's thank them uh, as uh, names of exotic fish. Names of exotic fish? Well, perfect. Our first one name is Barry Rowe. Done. <laughs> uh, Jordan Riversmith. <laughs> Pete Gills Romano. Raspberry Sorbet Salmon. Christy Ironjaw Salinas. David Freshwater Sorensen. <laughs> uh, Charles uh, Floppy Deck Shearer. <laughs> Andrew Speckled Spencer. <laughs> Sean Widemouth Schmidt. <laughs> oh, Sean. Daryl Finn's Tea. <laughs> Schmitty of Flipper's Scoop. Blake Bubblemouth Thomas. Lee Barracuda Sharp. Martin Bottom Sucker Turgistrum. What is, what is that name? Turgistrum? Fish. Chris <laughs> One Weird Floating Eye Sheffield. Mark Shaky Fish Tremble. <laughs> uh, Lauren Tuna Shreve. <laughs> Brian Upstream Valdivisio. Uh, David Lure Slusher of the Evil Genius Chronicles. Oh, yes. Uh, Wally Bobber Valters. <laughs> Say that five times fast. Matthew Salmon Schmeel for your bagel. <laughs> and I'd like to thank the following fish. Uh, Troy Prince, <laughs> Ryan Pugh, Greg Erecton, Sam Reed, Jay Rays, Lucas Richard. Turn the page. Uh, Adam Rabiznek, Clayton Shuni, Shuni, something like that. Crocodunk Scoop, Minty Scoop, Ghetto Scooperstar, Stephen Scott, Jay Shapiro, Justin Sharback, Jill Short, David Smith, Kenneth Sato, Matt Spaulding, and Lee Spencer. Thank you, guys. Thank you guys so much for supporting us on patreon.com slash hayscoops. Hey, These are the best. If you want to give us a dollar or maybe two bucks, we just charge it monthly. Uh, there's even like a mode on Patreon where it can charge you right away, and we did not choose that mode. We, we use the pledge format. So it gets charged at the first of the month. Um, and it always gets charged at the first of the month. Uh, but please go there and support us. Uh, this week, uh, um, uh, I'm sorry, this month, we're getting rid of our T-shirt prize. So right now, the $100 Patreon level is for one-of-a-kind scoop head shirt uh, uh, drawn up by Ace Munns and printed by us and shipped to you along with another T-shirt. Uh, they're they're kind of awesome. They're going away. There's only, there's only, really cool. there's only eight left. So please uh, get there. There's eight, uh, 40 going up this month. And there's eight left. Paul uh, will not be able to get his sh- shirt reprepped after this. Yeah, absolutely. And then uh, because really of that, sad. because of that generosity, we do things to like offer bonus content. We'll be doing the month of September. You'll be getting extra episodes uh, from us, so we can keep you uh, more company as you work your tedious job, or go through your shitty commute, or if you're stuck at home, or you need us in the gym. We'll be there for you more in the month of September. Thanks to everybody backing us on Patreon uh, patreoncom slash scoops. Um, we appreciate you guys so much. We also appreciate you just for being a listener and a subscriber. Please continue to do so. And if you want to give us some stars and some reviews, that helps us out a lot. Uh, also, you can turn on one person and one person only to listen to our podcast as part of the Obelisk scheme. Just one, guys. Just one. Keep it 
tiny together. pyramid on top. No, don't talk about, no, the, talks about, pyramid. It. No, talks about the pyramid. Okay, so I want to thank, uh, of course, our audio mafia, our visual mafia, all the people who uh, participate in keeping us uh, vibrant on social media, keeping that conversation going seven days a week. And we want you to be involved on our Twitter and our Facebook and our Reddit and uh, Pinterest and uh, uh, Instagram and all that stuff. Uh, we got a bunch of them, our Tumblr. We want you on all that stuff, not because of us, but because you get to interact with other listeners. And really what's so great about uh, this uh, podcast is the community of people we're building around each other. So, so nice. So meet other scoops and talk to them on social media. They're some of the best people on the internet. They just really without, are. Without hyperbole, without... No. And they're just some of the best people on the internet. Our yes. listeners uh, make us smile, laugh every day, and mm-hmm. surprise us. I mean, there's always just the effort that people put into uh, to doing cool things. Yeah. Uh, in the name of our jokes is just the best feeling <laughs> in the world. It is. It is. Uh, Keep sharing Duck Predator. <laughs> Keep sharing that Duck is, Predator. That is doing wonders for our numbers. It really is. Oh. We really appreciate it. Um, all right. Uh, thanks a lot, everybody. Take it away, Dippin' Dots Jack. We'll see you soon. One ice cream social. Awesome interview with a guest tomorrow. So be on the lookout for that. And don't forget, Matt's guarantee that he <laughs> will win Jock versus Nerd. <laughs> <laughs> guarantee guarantee like a louisiana yes crick bug fest there you go <laughs> speaking of crick bug fests yes time for limericks oh here come them drums <laughs> Segway. that was a good one Ivan Rico says, Hey guys, can I get a limerick about someone that you really want to kick in the ball so hard that they shit them out immediately? Je- Whoa. Jesus. Dedicated <laughs> to that asshole Malcolm Gladwell for being Malcolm Gladwell. <laughs> oh, man. Did he start some more shit? Oh, fucking his are last you, episode. Are you off it now again? Well, I'm, it's a mini series. You're so back I back and forth, it? back and forth. Right, so he got back on. He did a really cool thing with the pedal confusion thing and the, and the Toyota thing. And then he does this bullshit. I know we're way after hours on this episode. The bullshit. He compares protesters at Princeton with uh, the Mennonites who, uh, who uh, went. You've already lost me. Yeah, went the other way with, uh, with uh, handling uh, gay members of their clergy, right? And he basically was criticizing how people protested at Princeton, right? Uh, it was pointless. Like, it had no analysis behind it. It was just like a thought. I thought that maybe you'd talk to someone at lunch, right? Right. And it's, it's basically a dramatic breakdown of one uh, well-documented news controversy and a, and a, and a viral uh, kind of like um, letter that this pastor wrote about marrying his gay sons, leaving, 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 stop being a pastor and marry his gay sons. Marrying I mean, his gay sons? So like he what? he uh, oh, he, uh his officiated, son wedding. Guy, he officiated the wedding of uh, of his gay son. Okay. Um. I don't like uh, the, the connection the two have with each other is t- minimal. Right. Minimal. Yeah. I mean, a totally That's a stretch. Apples and oranges across the board. And this is the argument he made. It's kind of a whole episode on that, and his point was just fucking nonsense. Well, you've seen his hair, right? Yeah. There's something going on there. Yeah. Nobody, no, no sane person has that hair. I think he's, he's half British, and I think as he sounds British, we think he's smarter than he is. Maybe. That's my latest conclusion. Ah, and he's used to being sounding smart, and so he's used to people taking him at his word. So he can say dipshitty things, and people go like, "Oh, maybe," because he doesn't sound like a dipshit. 
That's my latest theory. Yeah. It's like uh, it Piers was, Morgan. It was enough that it totally is Piers Morgan. Piers Morgan's a double O dipshit. Um, <laughs> he's dumb. I uh, the guest for tomorrow's episode, by the way, is Piers Morgan. Uh, oh, no, he, that guy's he hacked our fire. phones. He's already here. Garbage fire. Um. Anyways, yeah, it was it was bad enough that I tweeted him about how dumb his episode was. Mm-hmm. Oh no, that that's pretty was. bad. Waiting her back. She'll call. Right. Yeah. Uh, what am I doing? A limerick on this? Uh, yeah, limerick about a uh, guy you want to kick so hard in the balls. <laughs> Everything coming to mind of me is going to get me in trouble. I'm, I'm almost. I'm almost there. Yeah. I'll kick you in the balls for free. I'll kick you so hard, you'll see. It'll go right from your scrot up to your throat. And stick where your tonsils should be. <laughs> nice. Good, good, good one. Chris Scooptamaloo says, it like a limerick about masturbation dedicated to the guy in the next hotel room and his weird heavy breathing fits. <laughs> I, on dirty porn movies I dwell. I handle my business so well. I jack it all day in this hotel I stay. These sheets won't soil themselves. <laughs> <laughs> Brian Scoop Prolines and Dick White says hit like a limerick about the NES Classic Mini dedicated to my son, Legit Brian. Nice. Oh, nice. I want one of those. Nah, everybody. I know. They're they look sold really cool. out as a motherfucker on Amazon. I bet. Oh, I didn't even know they were out yet. Yeah, well, they're not till November, but the pre-order is really, Oh. Yeah. They're going to be hard to come by, I think. But yeah, I'm going to try and get one. Uh, the thing that could all top them all. Wait, let me start. The thing that could really top them all is when I pick up the phone and I call all the places I've been in. The things that I want mini, including this mini real doll. <laughs> <laughs> and Graham Whitaker just says, can I get a Taco Bell limerick? Of course. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Eating Taco Bell is a sin, but I do it with a shit-eating grin. I mean that literally because you see, it's the same going out as going in. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. That was a good one. That was a good one. <laughs> And Tristia Scoop T. Petty would like a haiku about wives dedicated to Anne, SJ, and Sarah for allowing you guys the time to create this awesome show. Yeah. Thank you if you are listening. You have time for shows. Where is the time for your love? (laughs) I am so alone. (laughs) Where is the time for your love? (laughs) David Walker would like a song about the torturous process of uploading a song to iTunes sung in Gregorian chant. Oh, fuck you. I mean, you're just acapella on this one. Yeah, obviously. All right, give me some echo. Great. Can I have some echo, too? You need to go to CD Baby. CD Baby. CD it helps baby. to expedite the process. Expedite the process. There is no easy way to get your iTunes song uploaded. Unless you are a computer genius Anal feeding I only make up stupid songs I don't do computers too
Very nice. Mm. And Graham Whitaker is keen for a car wash song this month. Oh, hi, Graham. It's our good friend, Graham. He is our buddy who Patreoned us. The Jock versus Patreoned us good. Patreon above and beyond. So good. He Patreoned us so hard. And he and his wife are getting scoop shirts, so he really did Patreon us. He man, yeah. That man works for KFC. There's such cool people, both of them. Yes. There was such a nice visit. There was. Really I really liked to... one of them. <laughs> oh, boy. Amanda, we, it was you. We really have <laughs> become friends with the hard no. talk versus nerd people. It's really nice, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Here we go. Here we go. Y'all know I work at KFC, right? So I got a lot of meals and boxes and bones and shit in my car. I ain't about to clean that shit up myself. Fuck no. I leave that shit for a month, let it go. Mm, It gets stank. Mm. My floorboards look like Freddy Krueger's face. Old crusted chicken skin and grease ground in with foot traffic. And you know what? There's a place I can go to get that shit remedied for a certain amount of money. Where that is? Let me tell you where that is. I just drive that car right into this place, and they take care of it for me. Mm-mm. Ooh, you might not even get a dollar bill doing this all day long. What I do is I go to an orphanage and I let orphans clean out my car for free. <laughs> they eat the chicken leavings off of my floor. That's what happens. Because I go, hey kids, there's a little bit of uh, stuff in here. Working at the orphanage. Yeah, 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 yeah. Chicken. Old chicken. Sitting in my floorboards now. Come and get it. Chicken. Yeah. Yeah. Hungry? You're hungry? Well, you better come eat my floorboard chicken. Hungry? You're hungry? Well, come on. I got a bunch of floorboard chicken. Hungry? You hungry? Yeah, go ahead and eat that floorboard chicken. You know, these biscuits have been tested to stay in the lab for three weeks. You yeah. won't get no Tomei, baby. Floorboard, yeah. Go ahead, eat it. It's going to taste a little bit like my shoes. Floorboard. 11 herbs and spices and sneakers. Floorboard, yeah. Uh, chicken, chicken, uh. Please, Mr. Mattingly, may I have some more? You damn sure can, because I ain't going to stop eating chicken and throwing the shit on the ground. That's how I roll. I call my car the chicken mobile. It's full of shit chicken. 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 Hey, baby. What's chicken? It's the stuff on my floorboards. That's some chicken. That's been form pressed. What's chicken and dickin'? Oh, chicken dickin'. Oh, chicken dicky. The first name for Matt Mattingly. It's a fucking chicken dicky day, y'all. Have a good one, Scoops.